Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Anime Brothers Podcast. Host number one, JD, here in the new room. I want to just say that right now. And I'm also here with co-host number two, Mr. Earthworm the Mighty. I am your very sleepy, somehow awake co-host. Uh, my stupid ass stayed up until four in the morning for no good no reason, reason whatsoever. Every yeah. other day of my life, literally, um, since I've been a 20-something-year-old man, it's like midnight. I just get tired. It doesn't matter. I could have the next friggin' week off. And midnight comes, and I'm like, ah, I gotta go to bed. I gotta, I gotta get control of my life. Last night, I was like, just laying in bed. Like, I'm not tired. Why am I not tired? And it's weird, too, because I, I just got my second um, vaccine shot. Yeah. No, I, you, you know what? For anyone that didn't know, I had gotten my second one. I think you guys know that. Oh, yeah. Mr. We, Earthworm we got it. We all heard you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all heard you. Yeah, you all heard me. All, for real, though. Shout how out, did it feel? Because Straight up, shout out to you, my dog. I, there's no way I was recording a podcast on yeah. you know, what Thursday or whenever the hell two days from when we were. But well, we had this. to get it done, you know. I commit to this shit, bro. I was miserable. Oh my god, headache, body chills. Like I felt fine as far as like body chills went, just laying in bed. Yeah, dude, I got up to go take a piss, and I literally, you'd think I just walked outside in the middle of winter, dude. I'm sitting there shivering, like, oh god. The hot sweats, the cold flashes. It's just you go from hot to cold. It's and ridiculous. You know this about me, but not a lot of people, obviously, have never seen me do it. You wouldn't, you don't understand it. But I don't deal with the cold well. No, you don't. Um, I'll walk out in the winter time, and um, I'll be all bundled up. And if I get that chill down my spine, it, it's literally like someone did the ice bucket challenge. It's it's twenty fucking fifteen. Sitting again. inside a heater, you're just shaking. And Piat, dude. It's it's I get this bad chill, it goes right up my spine and I shiver. I shiver. I go back and get warm and I shiver for like twenty friggin' minutes. So I was afraid that was gonna happen. I'm just trying to take a piss and I'm like, Co, you can't get that shiver, bro. If you get that shiver, it's over. You're there's no way you're making everything in the bowl. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just standing there like, God damn. But um honestly, worth it to get a couple extra days off of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like straight up, dude. Um I felt okay yesterday. I mean, just a little a little groggy. But that's the weird thing about why I couldn't sleep. Like, I slept like shit the night after the shot. I slept okay the night after I was feeling bad. And then last night, I was just like, I have all the energy in the world. Yeah. I feel the and COVID I was coursing through my veins. I was worried because this whole episode is going to be about Vinland Saga, finally. Yeah, I, but I watched it, everybody. I was worried also that because, you you know, you get the headaches, you get all of kind of most of the side effects from the shot. I'm like, I really don't want them watching this. I'm not going to lie, those episodes were not my favorite. Exactly. I'm not going to lie to And you, I don't but... want that to play in a factor because you were not feeling well. No, I was so. feeling like shit. Um, I still enjoyed myself, make no mistake. But... Okay. It, it they were not my favorite episodes, and also it was like right in the middle of the series when it's, yeah it was the worst. I told I, I already knew before slow. this even started. Kind of slow as far as Vinland Saga goes. Kind of slow right in the middle. So I was like, uh, all right, well, fuck it. But I was still interested enough to watch it. Like a lot of other anime, I would have just yeah. Been you like, wouldn't no. stop. I said maybe you should start again a little bit and go through it again. No, no, I know where I'm at, and I want to just finish it. And I'm like, I don't like hearing that because it makes me think you're just think of it as a job. <laughs> you treat this like a job. I will be upset. I know, I know. But hey, I got it done. I yeah, got it you done. Did. We're um, feeling good. We're we're all symptom free now. We're going back to work tomorrow. Unfucking fortunately, but whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, it happens. And guess what? No mass as of. The episode release for us up here in Maine. This is true. This May twenty fourth on a Monday. This is true. I'm not. Again, if you are vaccinated, but you know, yeah, yeah. If you're vaccinated and all that stuff, I'm. I don't know. I might keep mine on just out of habit for a little yeah. while. I'm honestly not sure. Whatever you decide to do as as a grown ass individual is your choice. Just you know, be smart and be safe about it. That's all I'm asking everybody else. I think if we all do that, we'll be golden. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So before we get to that, um, 
we first have to make some shout outs. Yes, yeah. Um, we didn't shout it out last week because it was a ridiculously long, crazy episode with like a billion guests. With the High Q tournament, check that out yeah. if you haven't. Seriously, it's also, amazing. Just watch High Q if you haven't. What the hell's a <laughs> matter? Like, I just, it's, I just gotta say it, man. It's so damn good. It's been, Everyone's and, just like, just stop. And it's like, we're not. Well, it's we're been like 20 ish episodes since, other than the last episode tour, we've been like, High Q is so damn good. Maybe it was 30 episodes. Who knows? It's been a while since we've just like gone down that rabbit hole of it's so damn good just watch it like i can't explain to you how good it is yeah um yeah okay so here we are here's here's the big announcement we have a brand new patron uh as of like two weeks ago because we're slow at this <laughs> yeah. but um we want to shout out sammy ann thank you so much for becoming a patron if you are in the discord or feel like joining the discord please hit us up let us know yep. what your username is um and we will get you that exclusive discord chat but if you don't that's also cool yeah you support to... is fine either way i believe i emailed the person and they never responded yeah. i just want to make sure they know that we we know that you're there absolutely <laughs> i mean just listening to scrubs like us is plenty you don't have to feel obligated to talk to us you know that's... no 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 why really want to talk that... to anybody we're really not that please interesting let's <laughs> please talk to me but yeah seriously thank you so much if you uh if you were listening uh who are not sammy ann would like to become a patron patreon.com slash anime brothers podcast please check that out for us absolutely also uh we have a bad announcement yeah this is rough um and this is more of your little this is your baby right it, here so this is yeah this is rough. so i'm not gonna pretend like i've read the entire manga i've only read a few volumes but i know what the storytelling entails i know the mastery of this man's craft and unfortunately he has left us far far too early and i don't just say that because he didn't get a chance to finish it but um, Kento Miura, I'm mm -hmm. so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. It's always been a tough name for me to pronounce. But the mangaka of Berserk has passed away. May 6th was the official date. It just took a while to get to us. Yeah, and I, I was talking to, I think it was Sky in our Discord. I'll also go listen to Talking Anime. I did a guest spot um, there recently, but we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I think it has something to do with Japanese culture to where they, like in America... In other places, but definitely heightened here. Some celebrity passes oh, in America, away. America, it's just a, it's a yeah. big thing. No, it's a story. It's not, yeah. it's not a person died. It's a story that you need to break. Um, Everyone and, needs to know why. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think in Japan, it's more of a, all right, this guy died, and we realize he has friends and family and people who care about him who probably don't want to hear about this on the news. Um, so they decided to give two week buffer time to let everybody know everyone that he cares about he's close with so they can find out through organic channels rather than turning on maybe have a little bit of a lone time or yeah 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 not having everybody and their cousin go up going up to him be like oh my god i'm so sorry you know because though we appreciate the support for people who have lost people it gets fucking overwhelming at some point so uh yeah i mean just an absolute legend that has left this earth far too soon i hope to god it wasn't due to the manga. And I mean, it, we always said a lot of these it, people go downhill because of it. And maybe it, it not directly, me. but I, I have no doubts that the the overwork that he did throughout his life worked its way towards him. I don't know what he passed away from. I haven't done the research on that. It really didn't matter too much to me no, at no. the end of the day. You know, the, it's same end result. Um, and he wasn't like murdered viciously or anything. So it is what it is. But like, yeah it's just it sucks man and i really hope that whatever afterlife may or may not be out there is completely different than the afterlife that he imagined and i hope he's living in freaking paradise right now um and not stabbing the god hand in the face but honestly if there's anybody who can do it it's it's miura sensei so thank you so much for everything that you've done 
it, it just for the world of animation and manga and just storytelling in general like honestly the world's gotten a little bit sadder now <laughs> it, it really has man and it's it'd be wrong of us to say that we're not upset that berserk's not gonna ever get an ending but it's kind of selfish i, I it, hated it saying it is. but it really now i could look and be like so now we know it's never gonna be done we're never and gonna see guts fight griffith for, and, and for it's the disappointing the but i and it just on that note i do in you know personally i hope that maybe he storyboarded it maybe he had the ideas maybe it's in a file cabinet somewhere and uh his kin of, of some sort will find it and at least they don't have to write the story but if they just like put out you know the events that would happen it's kind of to... like lord of the rings when you know his yeah, son jr Token... Tolkien's son took some of the reins of what yep. he went through meticulously yeah. You know, and it took a while, but finally put out some of his work. And I would only want an absolute trusted, um, someone who Miura would trust himself to do this. But at the same time, I don't even necessarily want a continuation of the story. Just tell us the events, you know, Guts was going to fight the God Hand at this epic battle. And, you know, just whatever information that Miura had that he, he just hadn't shared with us yet. I would like to know personally, but at the end of the day, that's not what's important here. The important thing is we lost a beautiful human being who, though, wrote some of the most evil-looking manga in the world. I, I, for everything I've heard, he was just the nicest dude who loved playing idol masters. I mean, he's just yeah. a, he's just a nerd like the rest of us, man. So honestly, rest in paradise, my friend. We hope you are teaching the teaching the rest of the manga because out in the afterlife, how to draw hair because damn, how to draw hair for real, man. Yeah. Like just the detail. We'll never get another detailed manga like that. No, it's beautiful too. So, yeah. and I wish I could have saw it better adapted. Yeah, that's that's for sure. That's that's also something true. It it just brings to light how poorly that the animation that the animes have been adapted. Like even even the Netflix movies had plenty of flaws. And oh it's yeah, just like damn, you know they they did this they did this dirty. Yeah, but either way, we won't spend too terribly much time on this. Um, rest easy, my friend. Absolutely. We love you. Um, but on to brighter news, uh, we want to talk about at least some anime that we have watched, which we, we have actually watched a we, decent amount. It's, I mean, it's decent. I mean, it's uh, been like two I, weeks since we've gotten a really yeah. chance to talk to it. So we'll spend some time on that for a minute. I ha I wanted to announce it, but we were doing the tournament, uh, yeah, bracket thing. No, and we no just time for talking about anime you've watched. We even, we excuse spent... me for a minute while I explain everything I've watched guys. And they're just like, wait, what, what? I mean, <laughs> we spent 20 minutes on Tokyo Revengers and we didn't even plan on that. No, so. but you know, imagine if we would have, we'd have been there for an hour just oh, talking about our animes. <laughs> But uh, I, I don't know if you want to go first or, or yeah. me, but... Uh. Why not? Um, so uh, on my anime, I'm still watching Assassination Classroom. Yes. Still, I'm still I've been done that. that. You, you're, you're... Yeah, but I just... I've been Taking your time. Dude, I haven't finished any anime besides Vinland Saga, but I've watched a lot. Yeah. I just... See, that would be hard for it's me. It's weird. I, I hate multitasking anime. I don't know. I, I don't like it either, but at the same time, I've been... You're being picky. You're like, I don't know what I want. Yeah, and I've also... Hindered myself in the past from watching a lot of anime because I say I have to finish this show first. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just not in the freaking mood to finish a romance anime. So I just decided this time, like, all right, well, I got to watch Vinland Saga, so we're going to get some action in. And then I just, um, so let, let's go do through the timeline. We're watching Assassination Classroom. Yep. I started Hori Mia a week or two ago. Heard about that. And yep. I think I've got like three or four episodes left in that. It's really cool. And I heard you're not as a big of a fan, like it was overhyped. For no, you. it's not the best romance. Um, I don't know if the manga was just, there was something special about it. I know the manga is like top 10 on Mal. It's good. It's, it's good. It's really, it's a really, really solid romance. Um, And I think it could be building to something really, really good. Right. But right now it just seems like a fairly realistic take on how 
two high school teams. See, that's one of the big things right there. I like realistic. That word right there is what I want to see when I hear romance. I mean, not the sappy shit. No, it's definitely not melodra- melodramatic, but I, it's also not like domestic girlfriend where they bang in the first episode. They, yeah, but that's also somewhat realistic sure, because that happens. One night stands happen all the time. But I, I would counter that there are also people who like each other for a year and never express their feelings. That does happen as well. Yeah, it all depends on just what you want to see. You, you've never really had experience. You've never been the hopeless romantic type. You, you met your wife, uh, coming right out of high school, and you've been together ever since. Yeah, I, it, I don't it, know, yeah. You, you got. I lucky. had another girlfriend, you, but we yeah, never you, went through sappy. But times, I mean, yeah. that was that was a, a quick month thing it wasn't like a serious serious she was relationship. crazy <laughs> she was fucking crazy <laughs> anyway oh man um but what i'm trying to get at is like in horimiya there are times where they're like should i hold her hand this that and the other thing but it doesn't linger on for the entire 12 episodes yes like in the nine episodes i've seen they've gone from should i hold her hand to i'm holding her hand to to them kissing and them like kind of making mild sexual innuendos like you know would you know if i what would you do to me type stuff, but not like being aggressively sexual about it. Just like two teenagers who are genuinely curious, you know, who have never experimented like this before and are like, you know, I like him. He likes me. We're together in a relationship. But when do we take that like next physical step? Yeah, it feels it feels fairly real. But at the same time, nothing's absolutely blown me away, which I'm OK with. Yeah, I'm OK with that because I feel like it's building up to really make you care about these characters and then just the the mundane things like when Miyamura and Hori get into a fight in like episode two, uh, season two or three later on down the line, I'm going to be that much more invested because I've sat and watched these characters just be normal people. Right. So it's it, it definitely if you're just looking for a mundane romance, Hori Mi is great. Gotcha. Um, I waiting to see how it ends. I don't think that's going to really change anything, but who knows? So on top of Hori Mia, we got finished. Vinland Saga. Yeah, so we'll be yeah, talking about that. that. Good job. And then the other thing, shout out to uh, our homie Amelia from Otaku Host Club. I'm literally going to be talking to you directly in like a fucking two hours from now. <laughs> so you'll be, you'll already know this information, but I started Girls Last Tour. Oh, yeah, you did. Signed that. Up they, for that. She was mentioning it. Yes, signed up for that Amazon Prime gig. And I was like, Are you I'm, on the trial? Yeah, I'm on the yeah, trial. Yeah. So I'm going through Amazon Prime and I'm putting a bunch of shit on my watch list. I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, Paranoia Agent. Oh, oh, Paprika. Oh, shit. It's a lot, man. And then, no, no, no. And then I go to double check my plan to watch list and I click on Paprika and it says, would you like to buy this for $5.99? And I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's not why I'm here. That's not so why take I'm that here. off and then I t- put Paranoia Agent and they're like, would you like to buy the season for $17.99? Nichi Joe, which I've heard is- You a- can get almost anything on there, but those aren't ones that are streamable. You know what no. I mean? You got to be careful. And if I'm going to buy something, I'm sure as hell not going to buy a digital copy because I know yeah. Amazon has literally stated that if you buy a digital copy of their shit and they lose the streaming rights to it, guess what, bitch? You lose it. You lose that fucking movie. Fuck that. If Amazon goes under, guess what? Which is probably never, never going to happen. happen. But if Amazon goes under, guess what you just lost? The hundred movies you had in your quote-unquote collection. Like, nah, fam. That ain't how it works. That ain't it, chief. So the only thing I had left, and not that I am upset about this, but the only thing I had left at the end of my purging was Girls Last Tour. And I'm like, well, at least I got fucking something. <laughs> I went from going, damn, the one to last. $8.99 a month, well worth it. Well worth it to... All right, I'm canceling this after 30 days. I got like three anime I want to watch. It's got my Dororo on there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested and... in that. Dor- 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 
Dorohidoro. No, is it's on Dororo. Dororo, yeah. Oh my and I'm God. mildly interested in that, but I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get around to it. I'm not going to push these things on you. I've watched, but just let you know, we can talk about it more if you do watch. Understandable. Understandable. So just, I definitely. You know. uh, so I'm like nine episodes into Girls Last Tour. Actually, I've been watching a lot of anime these past couple days. Just binging. Well, you it, had time off. Laying in bed, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. It's definitely a different take on Moe because it's literally post apocalyptic wasteland. In the first episode, at the end, they're like um, eating snacks that they found, rations that they found, and they have one left out of the pack of five, and one of them's going to split it, and the other one pulls her fucking gun out and aims it at the other girl's head, and she says, give it to me. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah, but then for the rest of the series, they go throughout the thing like they're still friends. It's interesting, and I get it, because like any other situation in normal society, someone pulls a gun on you, you're probably not going to want to hang out with them ever again. I don't know about that. Fair. You Fair. want me to bring up the moment? Oh, no, but <laughs> no. If, if they pull a gun on you in intent to I know, shoot I you, I get you for food, yeah, you're probably going to be like, all right, fam, that ain't it. You no, know, we're probably not close. <laughs> but in a post-apocalyptic world where yeah. at least up until then we didn't know any other humans existed, at least it's as probably all you have. <laughs> it's all you have is this uh, one other little girl. So it was very an interesting dynamic. They would not be friends if it wasn't the post-apocalypse. But here we are, and it's, it's definitely an interesting character like dynamic. The way they interact with each other is like two people that kind of fucking hate each other, but also it's, it's like sisters. Yeah. Where it's like, well, we're stuck with each other. So I don't, I don't know. It's definitely hopeless. Like We've met some other humans throughout this, and every like their entire life's work just gets thrown down the fucking garbage. Yeah. And at the end, it's just like, eh. What are you going to do? And I'm sitting here like, man, that's it for me, dog. That's when I jump off the ravine, dude. Like, I just lost all my maps. I spent my whole life making maps, and I don't have my maps anymore. What's the <laughs> point? Like, fuck me. So it's, it's interesting. I'm not sure if I love it right now, but I definitely like it. Okay, fair enough, man. So that was it so far? That's it so you far, You got a man. good list. I, I'm not going to lie. It's a really good list. Uh, and only one finished. Ones. And only one finished, <laughs> yeah. I'm kicking ass, baby. Me, I'm more of a one-track mind. Um. I am a little spread out because I'm watching something with my buddy Devin, who's sure. now been on a quest. I got him out of Attack on Titan. Now we're watching Trigun. Uh, or trigonometry, I, yeah, according trig to the Discord. Apparently, yeah. I, I stayed up till like midnight last night, uh, which was surprising to everyone because I can't usually sleep. It. I you know, stay up. Yeah, I was talking but about me I was, falling uh, I was drinking. <laughs> I was drinking quite a bit. We were having drinks, watching the show. And literally, I was like rapidly messaged Discord. I just felt like saying, hey, guys, I'm finally watching Trigun. And then my phone just decided, no, you're watching Trigonometry. <laughs> and I look at that, and I'm like, well, that's not right. And then the and gifts, everyone's dude. just <laughs> laughing about it. And I'm like, yeah. But um, no, I'm getting to watch Trigun, uh, which is uh, by Madhouse. And uh, it's a classic anime. The shonen. old Madhouse show. Bro, I will tell you, I love it. And I love the characters. You're into it already, huh? I do like the characters, but God, this is a dated anime. Yeah, I heard it. They didn't say age it did well. not age well. And like, I'm surprised. I look at Devin thinking, man, he went from Attack on Titan to this. Like, I'm waiting for him to be like, he's got bored nostalgia of it, about it, though. but he has nostalgia. So everything that's happening, he's looking at me he's like, did you see that? I'm like, oh, wait, so you're still interested in this? He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Said the weeb to the casual. <laughs> well, that's where I was worried about because me, I am judging, you know, I don't hate animation, but I'm like, oh, there's some moments where it's just literally a little bit of a mouth moving oh, yeah. and nothing else moving. And it's like one frame for a, a long time. probably Madhouse's first anime for Christ's sake. Oh my sake. God. But let me tell you the voice acting for a 1998. You're watching like the dub, Vash. huh? Yeah. Vash, Dude. the Stampede, fucking well done. They have, um, I think it's Wolfwood. 
who carries a big like cross looking thing on his back. Isn't it fucking a, amazing? I, okay, actor. this might be a spoiler, but isn't that cross a gun? It has guns in it. Okay. It's a storage. Literally, he unwraps it. He says he's a walking priest. And then he pulls off the sheath, and literally a bunch of guns come That's out of the thing. Fucking it's great. kind of awesome. I'm sorry if this is, but I'm pretty sure I saw something online back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it's about halfway was... into the anime. We are 20 episodes in, and there's 26 episodes, so I'm almost done. Um, you get to finally kind of see the the main enemy or uh, the antagonist, Lag- yeah. Lagoda, um, which is, I think, one of them. There's I thought a, it was not. Isn't Knives a guy? Knives yes. is the big one, but knives. there's a guy named Lagoda that came in and kind of fucked. Uh, uh, wow. Vash's uh, shit up. Oh. So, no, it's really well done in the fact that it's it's got the Cowboy Bebop plan where it's mm-hmm. episodic, but there's still a more line- linear story then. That happened a lot back in the day, man. That was a But very... it was a lot more. This one still had a plan. Oh, but yeah. the thing is, is that the animation is just so fuck. I'm not going to say it's trash back then. That's how it is, but it is trash now. Like, Would you say Yu Yu Hakusho is better Yu Yu Hakusho is better. I could watch Yu Yu Hakusho more than I could watch this. Interesting. For animation. But that's just me. Um... But anyway, so I'm doing that on the side. I am also finished because I'm trying to go through all my second seasons of Hattori Noshita, The Outcast. Okay. And I have to touch on this real quick because I'm I'm kind of I gave it a seven for the second season, which was it went from twelve episodes to twenty four in the second season. Because you may not watch it. It is a shonen. Just want to say that okay. right now. This show, and I, I touched on it with you last week, but we didn't get to talk about it that week. Yeah. Um but this show needs a better budget. It needs a studio. The studio needs more support because I truly believe this show is being wasted in the background. Who's the studio? Do you know? Uh, studio Nine. I think I, it's called Studio okay, Nine. And then it shows another one that like helps it. It's like two studios. Yeah, a lot. That happens a lot. Um, um, I've definitely heard of Studio Nine before. They're they're not like new kids on the block for sure, but I yeah. don't. I can't think of any work that they've done, so I don't know what they're. And quality I'm trusting by far. I'm not comparing this to Hunter Hunter, but this key chi system. Similar. Which is very similar. Dragon Ball Z uses key, but this is a way to break down that there are like five, six elements. Then you can branch off the elements, kind of how like a lot of these shows do it. It has a very complex system of different type of kung fu mixed with the chi and certain types. It's very hard. There's so many powers it in this show. It sounds like it's supposed to be drawing off of um, the, the idea of legitimate martial arts and exactly. being able this to is actually what channel God chi. of high school technically should be because there are abilities, but there are no gods or Lu Bu shows up and shit like that, but it's still high-octane action. Okay. And it's got a story and a lot more better... Like, it's really delving into the world building yeah, yeah, yeah. of, like, this society with multi-groups and all that shit pretty much trying to become the strongest and there's tournaments in this the problem is as you can see the budget it's just it's lacking in a lot of its department even the sound quality they say has a less budget than most where explosions happen and they just don't they don't they don't punch yeah and i look at reviews about it and they said it, it they really have a lack of budget for the show yet it is doing surprisingly well manga wise hence why so good source a, material, yes, just a bad adaptation, and it's kind of bothering me because I give it a seven and I give it a high seven. It's over a lot of, but I know that's hard for me to push towards maybe you or our viewers yep. to really watch it. I know some people are like, I couldn't get past the first season. Just tell Mella to read the manga. He'll, the yeah, manga. Mella, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, read the manga. It's better. <laughs> it probably is. All I know is the main character Cho Saran or Cho Saran. He's one of my favorite protagonists yeah. so far. I like his dynamic. He is a guy that is not he's humble but also he will manipulate he'll cheat to get ahead but yet he's also 
not a cheat to where like he's a bad person. Yeah. He's just uses whatever he can to get ahead. Even in a tournament, he'll sit there and he'll be like, I'm going to let you recuperate because you're injured from your last fight. We'll sit here and meditate. So the guy's like, oh, you are an honorable man. I heard you weren't. He just go Sits there and starts to guy. meditate while he's closing his eyes. He runs up, punches him in the face, puts a fucking like uh, his uh, jacket over him so he can't move and starts stomping on his head. The whole crowd is booing him. And then the guy's out cold and then he walks away and he wins. Why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> and then they're like, why'd you do it? He's like, well, you know, if I would have fought him and then the next fight, I would have been tired. So I that's... like, come and on, he's man. just honest you're in about a it. Friggin' mixed martial arts tournament. And you're the guy's like, no, 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 please sit down I'll and close you your eyes. Yeah, exactly. It's basically a mixed martial arts. And he's like, oh, you are honorable. And then he just, and the rest of the tournament, that guy is pissed. He beat that cheater. Imagine, up. imagine back in the eighties, Mike Tyson looks you, it looks at you and goes, go ahead and sit down. And you go do, and, sit down. and it's like, no, dude, d do not do that. Don't sit down. Go, go ahead and rest on the ropes. I won't punch you. Like, <laughs> shit, dude. He's going to hear this and come kick my ass. <laughs> Knock on the door. I heard you making fun of my lift. He would, too, man. He's like a gentle dude now, but he'd still oh, fuck yeah, you yeah, up. Yeah, but, um, no, I just like the dynamic of him, and, like, I already have another waifu that's slowly working up the ranks waifus can change a show from a shit show to like this is pretty good dude. literally the the characters i'm liking the main cast which is hoho -Ho and cho saran and her name the, is the pokemon dude Ho -Ho. sick no that's not how it is it's hoho -Ho with h-o-u oh. Ho -Ho. and she's i can't even talk about her character but she's just someone that is basically gotten her whole soul ripped from her body oh well that so she's a person good. and she's trying to learn how to communicate with humans but she just has nothing behind it so like emotions don't hit her She's like a robot but she does care for people so it's funny to see someone that cares about someone without real emotions like if cho saran tells me to uh, tells her to go bury a contestant so he doesn't have to fight him she has no problem with it and then he's like but make sure you don't you know kill him so she literally knocks him out she starts digging a hole when they come to he's like why are you doing this well he told me to but don't worry i made sure the soil was nice and loose so i'll come back and get you in about 18 hours My and then God. explaining how long it'll take before they'll actually die but saying it straight face, no, nothing behind menacing behind her words. They're like you're not, you're not normal. And then she's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> that's it's, crazy. That's actually kind of neat, dude. I, I like that. I, that's cool. I, those two are great, and it makes the show enjoyable. But the action is just the budget isn't there. Yeah, so, dude. Bad adaptations can really fuck something up. And I, I, I that, just want to put it out there. If it had more behind it, this would be talked about and it's not. Yeah. And I want to make sure maybe we'll eventually do an episode on it or I'll bring out like underdog stories. That will be it. Okay. So I feel that. And last thing before we get onto this. We got more. Let's we go. We got more. I'm like an earthworm today. I have started JoJo's Bizarre Adventure you Part 2. You have started three. it, baby. We That's what I'm talking it. about. Now, JD's Bizarre Adventure Part 2 will be out when I finish the Star uh, Part 2, but technically Part 3. But it's just like for, the for JoJo's For my adventure, parts. it's a Part 2. Well, see, so. the JoJo's parts were kind of like that, too, because Season 1 was Part 1 and 2. Yeah, because this up. on Mal, it shows it's only 24 episodes, but Netflix, it's 56. It's because there's two separate seasons. And guess what? Season 3 is getting released on Netflix soon, so I'll be able to watch all this on Netflix, Wait, it seems like. But, but. So so for, for reference, it's Stardust Crusaders, which yes. is the first one, and then Stardust Crusaders something something Egypt. Something like that. So the Egypt, but technically, do Egypt's I need the, to watch the Egypt yes. one after? Oh, damn. They're literally, it's literally so many episodes. I, I know, I know. It's a shit show. Um, Honestly, like, and I'm not a part skipper, but if I could ever... If you put a gun to my head and told me what part of JoJo's to skip, as fucked up as it might sound, skip the first part of part three. I, the I, ones I'm at right now? Yes. It's because really? I've told you it gets very Monster of the Week, 
and it starts out fun. It starts out, oh my god, new stand power. Oh my god, this. I want to tell you that the first two episodes were good. Yeah. Um, meeting Jotaro. Jotaro's like, Joseph I'm going to commit Shola. suicide now. Yeah, committing suicide. Danny DeVito's like, this is badass. This is <laughs> literally the stand grabbing the bullet and all that, and then being, I'm possessed by an evil spirit. All of that was like really good. I knew it was coming, and I was still like, this is a very good entrance to a character. Yeah. Seeing Joseph being adult but still having his Joseph quirks when I he sees his daughter. I will never forgive the Japanese. I will never forgive the Japanese. Um, And then him meeting uh, Jotaro, bringing his buddy Advul, I think his name Avdol. is. Abdal, not Advul. What? Whatever. But he has his fire stain. Magician's red. <laughs> Magician's red. Um, no, it was really great. But yeah, already, I'm four episodes in. They went on the plane. They went against one of the creatures. So, yeah, it seems like they're already doing the monster of the week because they're trying to make it to Dio. Yes. Which, what a surprise, guys. Dio was in this. He's fucking and, still uh, kicking around, he, dude. Uh, I can't spoil it, but when I found out how he survived, I thought, well, else, how else would he have survived? But I was, like, kind of upset about it. I'm it's like, kind well, of that makes it even worse after the first part. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, the specific. Yeah, of why he survived. Yeah. Shit's kind of fucked. And see, this is when you start, like, peeling back the JoJo's onion, and then you get three layers deep, and you're like, oh, Oh, that's what happened? Hey, this is kind of weird. Like when you get to part five and learn about what happened with Giorno, you're like, oh, <laughs> yes, he's a JoJo, but I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> and then you watch Giorno kick the shit out of people and you're like, I love you. Oh, step on me, Earth Daddy. But seriously, um, no, I've enjoyed the first four episodes. It's just I'm also on a Mass Effect kick. The remastered version. I feel came you, dog. Out. I've heard. I'm if almost you're a Mass Effect guy. I'm almost on the first. I've been like, if I used all that time to watch like JoJo's, I would have been at the second part. But we, dude, we I'm wanna... just spread so thin. We can't I have spend so little time, time debating on like weighing how much video game time we play versus how much anime we could have watched. It's been low for me. But I'm now, in the hole, dog. Like, yeah, you're I'm in the, the hole, hole big time. Like, like six feet deep. Well, I made a little bit up yesterday, but it's like having $10,000 of debt and putting like $20 down. Like, all right, here you go. <laughs> How much does this cover me for? <laughs> but I won't stick on it because I really want to talk about this next anime so much. But just know the JoJo's Adventure is on its way soon. I know some people were excited that I was on it. It's I'm just, excited I have so many it. second parts to watch. I had to, you know. I feel you, dog. I but feel you. I'm just we're ha- almost there. I'm happy you're into it now. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I love JoJo's. Now, if you didn't I, know. Yeah, so we have the episode based on JD's Bizarre Adventure for JoJo's. Now we have Vinland Saga, which will take a little bit longer because the second season is delayed. Yeah. But we're going to call this, what is it, Earthland Saga? It's either Earthland Saga or Earthworm Saga. I don't know. Whatever one sounds stupider. <laughs> I like Earthland, and then, but also I do like Saga. That way you know it's a saga of you going through this adventure as well. Oh, yeah. So basically, we're going to talk about Vinland Saga, the first season, or as we've the always joked, prologue. the prologue of this actual Literally, show. the last episode's like, end of the prologue. <laughs> now we're going to actually follow Thorfinn. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> so this is Game of Thrones. Cool. Good to know. Now, uh, basically, kind of like how JD's Bizarre Adventure were, I want you to kind of be more of the voice of how your experience was. We watched like the first 11 episodes or kind of like nine together. 10. We watched, 10? yeah, because I had to re- I had to watch episode eleven, so maybe we watched it, yeah, and I was just out of my mind at the time. But it's like, probably good you rewatched anyway, yeah. but um, yeah, we watched the first ten episodes, and I think we, I don't know if we briefly touched on how the first episode, first four episodes, kind of followed someone exact opposite of Thorfinn, yeah, which dude, was Thor's first so. four episodes. Honestly, were probably some of my favorites. I love Thor's. I love everything he's about. I love the whole idea of becoming a true warrior, which I think 
not 100% sure, and we'll get into it later, but I think I figured out what a true warrior is. I want to hear it. I actually I do. I think I did. But Thor's man, he's a very captivating person. I love guys who are... Very strong. It's like Teddy Roosevelt said, man, um, speak softly, but carry a big fucking stick. And <laughs> yep, that's exactly yep. what Thor's Thor's did. has a calming voice, but yeah. if he wanted to get intense about it, he could. And you know, I, I have a very soft spot for people who used to be the most dangerous person on Earth, literally. Which the first scene is him just carving away armies. Also, on, you on get to ship. see, um, uh, what was it, Thorkill? Thorkill who, was in his who unit. cuts four dudes in half <laughs> and a mast. So I was watching that over at our buddy Rob's house. Yeah. He just threw it on one day. This was a while ago. But we're all sitting there, our D&D group at the time, and we're all sitting there going... Like, did y'all see that? He just cut four people with an axe and the mast. The, the mast, mast was what really made shit. it. Yeah. Like, human body squishy. Nothing going on there. Yeah. Who cares? The mast is solid wood, man. Cuts right through it and then smiles like, ha-ha, no, no big deal. Just having a good time here. <laughs> and then Thor's comes like, hold on, hold my beer because I'm Literally. I'm better than you. But I like I like where Thor's ended up, man. Just regular family man, but he used to be the leader of the... Well, he could have been the leader. He was the strongest warrior in the, in the Yalm's Vikings. Yep, Yom's Vikings. Yom's Vikings. Basically, he um, I I I won't. We won't talk every in detail. But basically, while he was fighting everybody, he, he goes in the water. For some reason, that's when it finally hit him, and he drops his sword in the water and decides, "I'm done." Which I'm not exactly. I'm not sure if they're going to get around to exactly why he had the change of heart when he did, because that I'm curious about. I feel like it should be talked um, about. I'm kind of jumping around, but before that battle happened, is when his daughter was born. And I you remember, remember the how the wife said, before you leave, give your daughter a fucking name. Because yeah. he wouldn't do it, because he didn't care. Yeah, he was like... This... Vikings then wanted mostly males. Didn't he look at her and was like, either she's a girl, I don't care, or she looks weak or something? And well, no, he also away. looked at his wife and said, good job. Like, that's yeah. what they were. Like, hey, High you five. Produced... Yeah, yeah, you... <laughs> that was it. And he's like, yeah. now I'm off to battle. And then she wouldn't let him leave till you named it. And he said after that, and seeing how mad his wife was and all that, he started thinking. It's like he's he was saying that was that that's what started it and then he went to war. That's fair. So I I just wanted to let you know that's I remember of, that scene. I um yeah. I I honestly didn't know that it was like right before that battle. Yeah, because he was heading out then. I want to rewatch that battle because I I wonder if there's something to do with like an enemy warrior that he went to slay and he saw like the fear in his eyes or something and realized that like he finally for the first time realized what he was doing that there is another life behind this and that yeah. he, he sees fear in them rather than seeing it as a a weakness he sees it as a well uh, technically he did see fear all the time because anyone that faced him was oh yeah shitless but as like a viking you're looking at it like fear weakness i am dominant as a as a soft caring human being you're looking at it like i'm i don't want you to be afraid you you look so scared come here and and this just this show is somewhat historical it's got some looseness to it but it's historically accurate about how vikings they were grew up they were like the spartans yeah very of the european time they really believed that if you weren't fighting you were a coward in a way everything was honored through fighting oh yeah it was their culture So this is definitely a take back on how you don't give up fighting like thor's did you don't just stop fighting no especially like um it's mentioned later but um when when uh thor kills having his his flashback about thor's yep there are so many Thor names in this, by the way. It's Thorkel, re- Thorfinn, Thor. It's almost like he's a god in their mythology or something. Yeah, Thor. Who maybe. knew? Yeah. <laughs> but Where's that he... other one? <laughs> um, what the fuck were we just talking about? Why we're... did that just escape my brain? Well, we were talking about Thors and about how the Vikings always wanted to fight. Okay, yeah. yeah. Thorkel mentions when, when he has a flashback of Thors running away, he's like, you know, you can only essentially you can only leave in a body bag, right? Yeah. You and don't just leave the army. Thors is like, bitch, try me. <laughs> I'm leaving. 
And then he's like, why? He's like, because I'm going to, I want to be a true warrior. I found out what a true warrior is. And and this isn't where you be a true warrior. Yeah. So Thor is like, he captivated me, dude. He, he really did. And watching, I mean, his, his family also real quick. Spoilers for fucking Vinland Saga. Oh, yeah. This will be Obviously. spoiler heavy. I've been waiting way too long. I haven't even done my own little solo cast no, for the Patreon because about knew, it. you knew you'd spoil it for me. I'm, yes. I'm editor extraordinaire. Exactly. And... Samurai Wax going to sit there and be like, well, this is interesting. This is a great show. I should watch this show. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So so before, I wanted to get that spoiler warning in before this. But like Thor's last stand, bro. Mm. He went through. He kicked the shit out of. I already have goosebumps. What, 30 people? Give or take? One Pretty of them. Pretty much. Tripping Most balls. of Oskalad's men. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm going to say like 30 dudes, one of them tripping absolute nuts on berserker mushrooms, which I don't think it's the mushrooms that make you crazy. He I started think, beating up his own guys. Bro, I think it's the warrior mindset along with a psychedelic trip that makes it, you it, like it pro- And also, I think they, because back in the day, they did take berserker mushrooms. Yeah, that was legit. It was a way, I think it got rid of the pain tolerance, yeah. so you would go even harder. Dude, I mean, you know? I, I, you're in like a, you're borderline in another reality when you take enough psychedelics like that. And if you have that warrior mindset, it's like the Aztecs used to do the same thing. Um, what the hell? Montezuma used to take uh, psychedelic plants or whatever the hell. Yep. And he used to tell them that like gods of war would come down and demand hundreds of human sacrifices. And that's why the Aztecs sacrificed hundreds of people. God damn. They ripped their fucking hearts out. And But then you also like everybody nowadays, every like hippy dippy guy who's taking psychedelic mushrooms and shit like that is like, Man, you just feel love, bro. Just feel it's, the eternity's embrace. It's the different in mindset. If you're from a yeah. warrior warrior culture like the Vikings or the Aztecs, where everything you know is murder and pillaging and evil and blood, yeah, you take some you take some psychedelic shit, and that's all you're gonna see is just trippy murder and blood and pillaging. It's it's awful. Yeah, but dude, I mean, Thor's just took them all down like it was nothing, dude. And he did it barehanded. Yeah, with these hands. Never uh, did he draw his sword against Askeladd? When but he that was... fought Askeladd because they had to duel to, you yeah. know, hey, I'll fight you and and then you will disband if I win. So yeah, yeah he did use But his strictly sword for defense. Yes. He only used defense and what he was doing was attacking Askeladd's sword. Yeah. He to bro- tried to break Yeah, it. he was breaking his sword. He was using he was essentially Jackie Channing him around him a little bit. So was Askeladd. Askeladd's he's a See, Askeladd is and we're gonna touch on him a lot. Yeah. He Important is part. um he is pretty much my favorite character in the show for this prologue fair might have to go to leif erickson <laughs> leif erickson i love that guy dude dude fucking ex- extraordinary explorer there dude right like he's i feel like he got a bad rap in this he's just like this kooky old man i said and the I'm same sit- thing with ragnar bud bro i'm sitting here i don't think it's the same ragnar though his name is the same it's, it's but Lothbrook they never talked lodbrook did they say lothbrook in the show now some people are saying the difference between lothbrook and lodbrook is a different person but that's why I've... also the ragnar of legend was said to be multiple people yeah. put into one legend it's such a big mystery and that's why but i didn't like this ragnar well, like, really at least from the clips i've seen of vikings it didn't yes. look like ragnar lothbrook was like lothbrook yeah on that one he's lothbrook this one i think was lodbrook yeah but it didn't look like he was like in medieval times it looked a little bit older when the vikings were just starting to gain power because it wasn't like a, an entire army well of in Denmark? the middle Maybe of those I'm seasons wrong. they start making their conquests so but it, still that it, was yeah. in, in vinland saga they're like yeah, this at is the uh, end 1, of their 000, conquest i think yeah this is like 1013 yeah. ad they're so. about to completely take over europe yes not just like hey this sounds like a good idea. They're like, no, let's put the let's wrap the bow on this one, let's baby. Let's wrap the bow. So I don't think it's the same guy, but I don't fucking 
like you said, it's it's a really a legend at the end of the day. Yeah. Nobody can pinpoint legitimate Ragnar Lothbrok, probably because Vikings don't think they wrote much stuff down. They just like to live it by the legends yeah, um, and the gods. And verbal stuff. uh verbal storytelling, which yep. has its merits. Always passed down, but also, always some Yeah, you know, oh no, he was he you, you thought he was six foot five? No, no, no. Seven foot two. Yeah, you think Monster. seven foot two? My dad told me it was eight foot. My dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah, with and I will say one of my favorite conflicts was the beginning was Askeladd versus Thor's. Yeah. Because also the dialogue between them, uh, as Askeladd finally realized he finally found somebody that at the time when you're first watching this, it seemed like Askeladd was kind of like pissed off with Thor's, like you're you're embarrassing. Yeah. But really looked up to Thor's for what yeah. he did. I feel like he was trying to break down his Viker deme- demeanor, he or Viking demeanor. He's like, no, 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 no. You are a Viking. You do not think this clearly and calmly. Yeah. I'm going to prove that. And he I'm kept gonna, trying to pry. Yeah, I'm going to prove that you're full of shit right now. But then Thor's gives him some information. And finally, by the end of it, which I don't know if you caught this, but Askeladd's like, you know, you should be in charge of this this group. Yeah. And then it gets quiet. And then he's like, yeah, I was, I was just kidding. But he was really thinking about, you know what? You actually are the leader, I think, that should be. Yeah. But Thor's wants, wants nothing to do nope, with that. He, he doesn't. doesn't. Literally, the reason he was... I, I think wasn't the reason that they were going out anyway was to either hide all the like the fighting men from the Denmark army because the Yom's no. Vikings were coming back. They found where Thor's was and they were like, yo, dog, you have so to So what with happened us. was Floki showed up with the Yom's Vikings. He's being called. Floki's from... a straight bitch, by the way. Like I've never. <laughs> I, I know. I thought he was the one with the axe and the mast and the four dudes. Once <laughs> I found out that was Thorkill, I was like. Who the fuck is this Floki yeah, guy? Who is this fuck? First of all, you're named after the lesser god. <laughs> Nobody likes got Loki. A mischief. He's dumb. Thor is sexy as hell. Come on. But no, what happened was is that, of course, the king of the Vikings and all that stuff that's making the attack has found where he lives, sent yeah. Floki, and says they want you and all your fighting men to come join the army. I won't kill you if you join the army again. But Floki said, if you don't, we're going to come back here yeah. and we're going to raid and destroy your whole village. Yep. So actually, Thor's accepted it and took whatever fighting men he could. To go to war. I feel like... But in the middle of that, Floki wanted to kill Thors because he's upset that he left the army. You can't leave the army without a body bag. Do you also think that there was a part of Floki that knew if Thors came back and joined the army? He's also jealous of Thors, if that makes sense. There's no way Floki's keeping top commander position. If Thors Thors shows up, he's like, no, 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 bitch, give give me the spear. So there's betrayal here, but he it was was like 15 years after he left the army. He was still holding a grudge. So he hired Askeladd because he's a mercenary for hire. Yeah. To kill Thor's because, you know, Askeladd's like, oh, is he good? Yeah. You he, know, he they didn't. know about him, but they haven't because seen him. Because they didn't fight. say he yeah. was the troll of Yom. Yeah, yeah. It was just some guy named Thor's. And it's like, there's a thousand of them. What, how many you want killed? No big deal. But yeah, he was dead wrong. And uh, Askeladd actually lost the duel. Yeah. And then he pulls a punk ass move. Yeah, his buddy grabs Thorfinn, who had stowed away on the ship. Little Thorfinn, that's a little Honestly, even if he didn't, I don't, with all the arrow, with all the archers around him, you, you don't escape that. You just don't. Well, it was supposed to be honorary that, you know, but like Askeladd said, he's like, you know, I'm, but the, I'm a mercenary. That's, and that's the thing. Even if they didn't grab um the boy, even if they didn't grab Thorfinn, I feel like there's no way Thor's could have escaped if, if Askeladd He could have deflected every arrow. Uh, Problem is, is he wouldn't have been able to protect people. No, no, no. no and that's so. some real anime logic. Like, 
we all like for uh, going to our history yeah um three kingdoms china guan yu literally named the god of war what yeah. happened when 10 dudes surrounded him and stabbed him with spears the fucking guy died you, you know why you can't yeah. because when 10 guys surround you all with it's long very weapons, very hard i don't so. care how good you are at, at fighting if you're completely surrounded and being attacked at once you're done especially with long range especially if you get sieged in a castle that you have nowhere to go you're you're not gonna make it out of there that's the fucking thing you know? like where was thor's gonna go if he dodged all those yeah, they arrows. blocked out the sea so they couldn't go back and yeah perfect he's Asgard gonna have, got him trapped he's gonna have to scale this mountainside or this hillside or whatever the hell cliff and go up and punch all these archers one by one <laughs> what do you think that's gonna happen he's gonna get shot while he does that but still man the dude took like 30 arrows didn't fall didn't fall my guy died he died standing, standing up his son was holding him crying like in his like his waist but the whole time thor's held him and then just died right there and another thing i love about this like prequel to the prequel um prequel is to that, the prequel well thor's looked at thorfinn and told him everything he needed to know to be a man essentially you yeah, know you see, he didn't want him to fight don't fight don't pick up a sword Become love a people instead be a good human don't kill people and I get where Thorfinn's coming from, dude. Like, you're hearing the last words from your dad, but you're not understanding what those words are because you're watching your the blood pour out of you. are watching the life drain out of this. You watch your, your him just take 30 arrows. Dude. And you, I don't blame Thorfinn for not going, you know what, dad? You're right. Ask a lad. Have a nice day. <laughs> you know what? You probably had a reason for this. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> have a nice day, sir. I will talk to you later. Um, <laughs> You know what? I'm going to write him a strongly worded letter, and, and I think that'll solve it. And my thing is that it. this is, I will go back to the Viking culture. A lot of the times before this, they even set out on the adventure. Thorfinn fucking went on the ship when he wasn't supposed to, because yep. he was like all these young kids that were with Thor's that never saw conflict. Oh, we're going to go to Valhalla. We're going to yep. help our all fathers. They're thinking that war is great, and Thor's is sitting there like, you guys just don't know you don't, shit. You've never been to war. You he don't didn't want his son know. involved, and it's this whole story is sad because you know that you get to see Thorfinn go exactly the opposite route of what his father told mm -hmm. him. Yet the whole time you kind of understand why Thorfinn's doing it. Yeah, you can under it's yeah, the you amount don't agree of pain with it. and agony, and I'll tell you the voice acting was amazing. We can go ahead, but like when he's literally he gets onto Askeladd's ship and Oh, when he's small, him. small, like when right after? And when he looks right at like Askeladd and says, I'm going to kill you with those eyes. I was terrified. He went, a lot, like, you only get a couple episodes, but he was a little fun-loving kid, mm -hmm. adorable, and he, he switched. You know, you get into warfare that early on, it changes you. Well, you watch, like, you, he's, as far as Thorfinn was concerned, Thor's was his guy. Yeah. Like, he loved his mom, he loved his sister, but if he had to pick one. He looked one, up to his dad. One, if you had to pick one human to be with you for the rest of your life, he would have picked Thor's. Yeah. And he just watched this man die. Like, for no good reason as far as he was concerned. And he saw him give up, which Un in his eyes for Vikings, you don't give up. And you it don't was an put your down your sword. Unhonorable death. Like you said, Thor's yep. won the duel. Askeladd should have said, all right, peace, dude. We'll let you do what the fuck, whatever the hell but you that's want. That's not how it works. Viking <laughs> culture. But that's another thing you find out about Askeladd. He doesn't give two shits about Viking culture. He hates the Vikings. You don't know this that's, at the time. That's a little spoiler. Yeah, but yeah we're, we're getting into yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting right into it. But you don't know that at the time, so you think he's just kind of a shitty dude. But then he has you no morals. But. Yeah, but then you find out it's quite. It's actually the opposite. He hates the Vikings' morals, and he. It's kind of like how Kiritsugu from Fate Zero was saying, like to Saber. There's no honor in warfare. Yeah, if there's you think about it, he's Kiritsu. He's going to win his way. Very similar. Like, there's no fucking honor in warfare. To go out there and pretend like you're doing something honorable just the because way you're of the killing warrior. a guy, yeah. 
this way instead of this way, you're fooling yourself. You're only, you're putting on that, that veil of, you're just trying to make yourself feel better. Nah, man, if you're going to kill somebody, killing them any way is bad. You might as well just do it the most effective way. If you can be one yep. thing, you should be efficient. Yep. So it, it's, it's a really interesting dynamic that you got going on because now you have Ask, um, Askeladd, who's essentially adopted father to, Forth, to Thorfinn. A lot of people put the connection as this show goes on. There's a, it's a father-son thing. It is. It, and it, then it, some say it's a teacher because throughout this whole time Thorfinn's growing up, he keeps trying to challenge Askeladd, it's, getting a little yeah. bit better. But the one thing he could never control was his temper. Was he getting a little bit better, though? Well, he, because was, the he last was getting fight, bigger. The last was, fight, he got straight waxed. Oh, like, it was nothing, dude. I think that's because Askeladd was finally like, all right, I'll put in some effort. But that's, I think Askeladd yeah. was allowing him to get better. Yes. And at the end, and that, that last that's fight. That's why they say it could be a mentor, but really the way Askeladd was was not 100% a mentor. No, I think it but, was. I think it filled the father role. Because the father role, if you're a decent father in any way, shape, or form, you're going to mentor your fucking child. You're yeah. going to teach them how to be a human in the world. So I think father mentor, I mean, they all fit, but it's fucked up because Ask Thorfinn wants to kill Askeladd. That's the only thing this is he a, wants. The in prologue life. right here is all about revenge. Yeah, it's a revenge fantasy. And that's that's literally all it is. The ultimate revenge fantasy. And it's weird, dude, because you see them get along and there's then, little sparks of it, and then Thorfinn's like, Don't talk to me like we're friends. Yeah, and then and then you remember once they duel that all Thorfinn wants to do is kill Askeladd. And it's interesting to see. I think it, it's a cool, di- it's a cool like look into Thorfinn's psychology on how he was able to block that out to get close to him. You know how many people were watching it in ass class? How they're supposed to kill their sensei? Yeah. But in that, you never feel like they're truly committing. No. To kill him in this show, there's a lot of times where you see like Aska get worried because ooh, that almost hit me. Yeah. Like Thorfinn, the whole time is trying to kill him. Oh, he yeah. never wanes on it. That's the thing that I I like the commitment. You go all out in revenge. Don't half-ass and say, I like it that they're starting to bond, but that does not mean I forgot what I'm here to do. Yep. And I like that. But you also knew, like, very similar to Ask Class, um, you know, like, when the, the killing is going to happen mm-hmm. type deal. When What's going to ass- happen at the end of this? You know it's not going to be a, yay, we did it, everybody high-five. Like, <laughs> Good you, job, everyone! You've seen Thorfinn, even though he absolutely hates Ask and wants him to die, he's been raised by him for most of his life taking someone away like that it's like even if you're if some the person who raised you is the most evil human being in the world and treated you terribly but it was like 11 years but there's still that connection yeah there's still like you know guts to gambino like sure guts didn't necessarily want to fucking murder gambino but he just kind of snapped and did it you know he still looked at him as kind of like his father same idea man it's like, yeah, Thorfinn wants to kill Askeladd, but there's got to be that piece of him that's like, what do I do when he's gone? Yeah. And you, you you see that towards the end of the fucking of the season, man. Like, But, okay, before yeah, we get to yeah, the end we'll of get... the season, there's a, we were just basically at the beginning of this with yeah, Thorfinn <laughs> going through that because Thorfinn had to you know survive in the woods and grow up in Askeladd's army. So in between this middle point, like the, the dead space, as you would call it, yeah. you find out we're really, we're here also about the war that's going on between basically England and the Vikings and all this stuff, and uh, Prince Canute. Yes. Now, you like got to see when I was with you about like an episode or two where he showed up, and you're like, oh, is he going to be cool? And he looks all he cool. Was, all he, he wasn't doing anything at the moment. So what did you think of Prince Canute? 
Because uh, he takes a big role by the end of it. I mean, I definitely, when I first saw him, I thought he was going to be like this <laughs> master swordsman or whatever. He looked like, like Griffith. Yeah, I, he looks, I thought he was like skinny guy with great technique and he was going to like school all these Vikings. And then... He, well, not when the Lord and Savior ask no, you to you know, be you're a never kind alone soul. when you're with Christ, okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that caught, when I saw him praying, and then it like it shows off screen because Thorkel is literally on the England side because Thorkel, who we talked about, is this big fucking Viking who joins the weaker side. That way, he can fight the stronger side. And I love Thorkel is like my second favorite. Dude, character. I love it because there's a later line in yes. the show where he says, "I hate losing." So you have to think about this. He joined an army of like a thousand dudes to fight an army of like ten thousand so- dudes. <laughs> being pretty friggin' confident that we're he was going to win. Like, I hate losing, but I also like a challenge. This is perfect. The perfect odds. He's And he rides that line because you, like, whenever, because um, the, when Thorfinn's getting older and when Askeladd has to attack Thorkill, you're like, is this guy, like, sane? He's just <laughs> insane. All he wants to do is battle. And I'm like, well, there's something behind Thorkill. It's just not much. No, dude. He's, he's got a very, very little bit one-track you mind. You're right, though. There is with Thorkel. I'm sure, okay, we'll get back to Canute because Thorkel's like important to fucking yeah, he's, a, he's a guy. I'm just saying when it, it cut to Canute, like, like he was- Oh, I definitely he, thought- He gave up. He I, just gave up. Yeah. Canute didn't even fucking fight. Oh, no. I was, expe- I was definitely expecting him to pull out like a rapier or something and be like, on guard. Um, I am, you know, taught in the French way of sword fighting. No one said he's like, please don't hurt me. Yeah, literally. Please, Jesus, don't let this giant hulk of a man rip my head off. <laughs> but Thorkel, man, um, he's just cool. He's just a neat, like, and you like, I like how you touched on it too, because he's got this, he's got this amateur philosopher yeah. mindset to him. Like once he finds out Thor's knows what a true warrior is, he starts to think about it. But he's he not, still believes in the warrior way. Let's yes. fight to the death. And he meets Thorfinn. And he's like, you're my rival now. And that's kind of why I say like amateur philosopher. Because he's yeah. not taking and deconstructing everything he knows. He's just saying there's more to know. And throughout, you know, through his like lens of Viking I gotta culture. I got to figure it out. He's sitting there like, true warrior, huh? Wonder if you got to use a war hammer. Nah, that can't be it. I've seen guys use war hammers and they suck. Yep. Huh, and he just sits and thinks about it for a few more hours. I imagine that's what he's doing in his off time. Yeah, he's usually like banging ladies at the bar or whatever, doing Drink, that stuff. Still thinking, face. what is a true warrior? He just like gets up immediately after sex going, huh, crossbows. No, no, it has to be a melee weapon. It has to be a there's no way. There's no way a true warrior can do ranged. He goes back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very simplistic, and I, it's like weird saying that's like your second favorite character. I just like his energy. He's kind of like the Bakuto of Haiku. Dude, I, I, every time I see him, I have a good time. Uh, so. he, he just brings a different, because um, like, you know, like you said, Viking culture, they're all like happy to die on the battlefield. But no, when it comes yeah. to battle, they're angry, they're yelling, they're screaming, they're afraid to die. Yeah. Thorkill's smiling. and He loses some fingers. He's like, oh, ho, you oh, got me good there. Well, damn, you're good, son. Teach me how to do that. <laughs> It's great, dude. I love him, and he's like he's just got he's got enough substance, and you see it in later times that he doesn't think all fighting is fun. Yeah. He thinks competitive fighting. Like he would, yeah. Love, if he's just killing people, he's like, well, this is no fun. He would love mixed martial arts. He would love mixed martial arts. You know what? We'll do a mixed martial arts bracket, and we'll just start adding characters. Who from, could he, win he, in a fight? No superpowers. Oh, what about like Alex uh, Armstrong? Oh, ta- but take away his yeah. uh, take away his um alchemy alchemy just mixed He's martial still a arts beast though dog I know like, that's what I mean so who would win that they're both big dudes grappled by him it's like nope that's is it 
Uh, and he's the whole time he's telling you this armbar was perfected by years of Armstrong generations. Like what is no? Ow, my arm hurts. Please stop. <laughs> oh, I'm all stuffed up. That's okay, dude. Pollen, bro. Yeah, I walked out in my bitch. car today, and the whole thing's yellow. I'm like, no. I don't even get the hay fever like most, but even that's like too much. <laughs> too too much. much. So as we get to Canute, like we were saying that, he basically shows up. Um, so let me, yeah, let's talk about yeah. Canute, dude. So I fucking hated Canute for a long time. I want to hear why, because I know what it is, because but I just like to he was just explain him. No action. No action whatsoever. And I get it, man. I, and he's a very religious dude, kind of how they were for the Christians back yep. then. That's what they believed. Modesty. Modesty. Modesty very much over over everything else. And it is interesting that he was the, a Christian, though, being the prince in the Denmark army, which is... And his father hates him. Yeah, and when they say Vikings in this show, they're definitely... I feel like they're mostly referring to the country of Denmark. Now, I know yes. Vikings come from, like, Norway and a bunch of different Scandinavian... There's a lot of different types of but Vikings. But I, I, in this time period, it, they're most of them, if not all of them, are united under the Denmark flag, whatever. Yeah. So if we say Denmark, we mean Vikings. If we say Vikings, we mean Denmark. But he just, he didn't have a lot of action. And it made sense when he when he had his little blow up. Like, I can't just yell at people. I can't just speak my mind because I have political repercussions. I think we can all, especially if we're content creators or any sort of public figure whatsoever. You always have to worry what you're saying. I think we can all kind of agree with that. Like, people can take shit that you say completely out of context and do whatever they want with it. Some people might say it's heightened in social media days, but I would argue that it was kind of in a different way heightened back then because you said it to a group of 20 people. And then like we were just saying, verbal storytelling, it gets to the 30th person and it's like, dude, Canute told me to shove a sword up my dick hole. I kid you not. So how did this start? Well, this I like, told him if he goes pick up that flute, he'd be good at, at playing. Yeah, flute. I thought I thought he was pretty and he threatened violence against me. <laughs> I can see that going pretty bad. It also this this plays into the effect that Ragnar was kind of his teacher, and kind of babying but his father, him a little bit. Victor. Yes, and taught him the ways to be religious. Taught him all the things he would have home. He just raised meals him like a new. normal boy. But the problem was he was being too fatherly at a point to where this is a prince, and yeah. yet he was babying him through everything he did. He always looked out for like, oh, I don't know if we should let Canute see this or be yeah. a part of this. And this is where Askeladd comes in, and kind of fucks it up but also teaches canute to be a man in this kind of world because he kills ragnar if that's you, right i forgot he, that's how ragnar died he basically tells ragnar hey we need to go out to the front and people are coming he goes out with him then basically yeah. surrounds him this is one of those spear effectors two spearmen ragnar couldn't do anything against them yeah but gets I, stabbed and he's like you know can you tell canute this one thing for me he's like no <laughs> no he's like he'll do better without you it's kind of what you said. He was babied yeah, all the time. Which, That's it, why Canute never did anything. And it's inter Ragnar is an interesting character because in the show, he was really nothing special. But then I think about it. And it's yes. like, in this Viking culture, and like he even mentioned, Canute watched his, he said he watched his family get eaten. But I think those are kind of blown up a little bit. I don't yeah. think Vikings actually ate other people. Not really. Or, you know, word of mouth storytelling. Yeah. Things get crazy. But I'm sure he watched some of his family members get slaughtered in front of him. That's fucked up. That traumatizes anybody, let alone some four-year-old kid. Ragnar just wanted to take and raise this boy like a normal boy. In a vacuum, Ragnar did the most... Because didn't ask to be... No, you know, but prince. Ragnar did the most beautiful thing you could have thought is taking a boy out of this traumatic, awful experience 
and just raising him like a normal child, teaching him what happiness and love was, or at least, you I know. think he was teaching Canute how to cook, which princes yeah. and, and kings don't do that because you have slaves and he stuff like that. wanted him to live a normal life and be a happy young boy after the brutal shit that he's seen. But then you get to the reality of the situation and Ragnar grossly unprepared Canute for the role that he was thrust upon so in, he, in a monarchy, dude. So like, what's the qu- so here's the question right here. Askeladd just simply kills this guy because he's impeding Canute from growth. Yep. We know Ragnar's a good person and just trying to teach him to be human because Canute like didn't ask for this. But then when you break it down, like you just said, for a monarchy, but you are the prince. Yeah. You do need to do something. You do have to sometimes make the hard calls. And Askeladd knew the only way to get that through to him because while he was with them, Thorkill was on their backside trying to go and capture yep. them. So Askeladd's like, I need an actual fucking prince right now. But even then, and like, kill Ra- his fucking mentor. But even the death of Ragnar only got Canute so far. It actually broke him at first. It did, but he needed to break. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? To get through that wall to yeah. finally find himself, I would st- call it. That's still a very dangerous proposition because a lot of the times yeah. when a human breaks, they build back stronger and different. But there are also plenty of times, especially with someone kind of framed as weak as Ragnar, uh, not Ragnar, but as weak as Canute was, someone like that could get broken and never fucking recover. Just yeah. give up. Um. So this, this kind of brings me to one of my favorite favorite characters in the show Ooh. which is weird because he's we kind go. of a minor character because i haven't heard it but yeah but i loved everything he was about i loved the priest oh the, the priest the, that drank the alcoholic priest man yep. i loved everything he was about um his, especially his speech when he it started off as he was talking to some vikings like i want to find love i want to know what true love is i want to know what is the essence of love? And that goes back to like Greek philosophers like Plato being like, you know, every every feeling, emotion, thing on earth has an essence. You want to find that essence. Yeah. It's purity. Man wants to find pure love. And they start, you know, a couple of Vikings are like, well, what about my bond with my brother? Is that love? And he's like, I'm sure that's special. I'm sure that's But special. I don't think that's love. And then when he's talking to Canute after Ragnar dies, he starts saying stuff like, you know, is what Canute asks, is what Ragnar did for me love? And the priest goes, no, it's not love. It's um discrimination. And it's like, shit, man. Yeah. He had such a point. Now, love for your fellow human being is so important. But if you want to get down to like the essence of the word love and what love truly is, the priest had a point, man. It's discrimination rather than love because you only, you're willing to do anything to protect Ragnar not Ragnar, to protect Canute. The one person, yes. As, and all of that includes hurting other people. That's, this is what I'm saying. Askeladd, in a way, knew that. Yeah, but that he did it for more... He did it for selfish reasons. What Askeladd did was not love either. Not even close. It was I for his... I not even say it's selfish, though. I think it was. I think Askeladd was doing it for... Maybe not if you think his about, personal game, yeah. but you find out that like he's doing it for his home country. And he's doing it for Canute because he needs a leader to do things for his home country. He needs somebody with legitimate also, royal family ties. I know I'm jumping around. I, I You can keep going with the priest. I don't mean to cut you off. No, it's that's just, okay. Askeladd, in a way, I don't know if it, it got lost in the thing. But the whole thing, the reason why he was wanting to follow Thor's is that he was technically looking for that leader. He wanted to follow somebody that had the vision that he had in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think... He could see it in Canute, but when he was how he was, he was like, this This is a petty child sure. and all that stuff. And 
I got to get you in there. It was selfish, but I think he saw what he could become, but he had to take the tra- training wheels yeah, off. Yeah, definitely. So but- it was selfish, but I think in a way it did help Canute, and he, he wasn't just doing it for one reason. It was multiple yeah. reasons. But even yeah. that, w- to the priest's definition, yes. would not constitute his love. It's not love. No, it's not no. love. No. And uh, the priest ends up kind of coming to the conclusion uh, through his dialogue with, with Canute that the only love is death. And that was not that I agree with that, but it's a very Embracing interesting thought. Yeah. It's a very interesting thought because death is the only time where you are essentially, you have no outside factors kind of influencing the way you think about things. Because when you, the way we think of love, when you love something, you have to kind of diminish something else. You have to put something over something else. And that's why the priest called it discrimination. You know, you I love lo- something more than I the love other. you. So if a stranger pulled a gun on you and I had to either hurt them or let you die, I'm going to hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I love you. But is that like the pure essence of love? Probably not because I just hurt another human being. So it's this interesting dynamic to where the priest essentially through trial and error and just taking things off the board and a lot of drinking and the, yeah, and the <laughs> only thing he's left with at the end to constitute his love is death because they're, you're free of all this, this bullshit the in baggage. the world. We'll yeah. call it baggage. So it was definitely an interesting thought. Not that I necessarily agree with it, but I like people who talk about stuff like that. I'm glad you, you like the, some of the side characters. Too, I love so. the priest, man. Yeah. Just the way that he was going about everything. And he was questioning even his own faith. He was questioning the Vikings faith, questioning his own faith going like, you know, what are we all doing here? Yeah. He wasn't a hundred percent into his own faith either. So no, like a- he definitely tried. And that's something I love about like, like 1000 AD priests is they're all just like alcoholic, just down on their luck. Yeah, then you got some of these priests that are like, yeah, I, I, I swore to celibacy. I can't have sex. And they're just pounding a bunch of women on the side. And yeah. the Lord forgives. It's like, if you were part of the Catholic church, everything was okay. Any of the other churches, well, you're wearing a fucking uh, potato sack for the shirt, <laughs> but he was really cool, man. And that's what kicked Canute into kind of like gear after yeah. figuring out that like I Ragnar, I think he, his mindset was like Ragnar died for me. Therefore he, he expressed true love that. And he kind of had like the vision or thing in a way where Ragnar apologized to him that I did technically baby you yeah, and whatnot. And kind of, he saw him and all that stuff. I don't know. It's just in the middle of that happening. That's when Thorkel finally catches up to Askeladd and his, and his, and his people and they're fighting it out and Askeladd's own people are betraying him. Yeah. They were not having it. I want to bring up this moment because we even said Askeladd is, hates the vikings yep he's from wales he grew up with his mom who dirty was sickly, all by himself his he never had to grew up with his father all that stuff his mom was like pretty much always not she was doing a slave well. she was a slave who was literally tossed out in the barn yeah when she got she's sick. like called her a whore you know she's kind of treated poorly and uh when basically his own men finally are turning on him he just finally sits there and is like you know guys i've hated you guys for so long i've been with you guys for years and, and I love and he the was way, like, I am so glad I get to kill you now. I love the way he says it too. He's yeah. like, guys. Yeah, he talks nice. The end, and- I, I think the end's coming. So I there's something I've always wanted to say to you guys. I fucking hate you all. And they're it's all like just Aaron. like Aaron. It's like what? Aaron from Attack on yeah. Titan, and you're just like, yo. Dog. Like his this whole time he's bonding with his men. They'll be like, hey, we got some extra gold. Ah, give it to all the men. They're like, oh, and they're so happy because Vikings in the time when yeah. you succeeded loved you. Oh, yeah. They love the leader. But if you make one mistake, 
They start questioning you. Because they were all kind of dumb. They, Let's just be honest now. Like exactly. At least Askeladd's men were Askeladd all kind of dumb. literally knew how to control. He knew how to be like the other men. Yeah. He knew how to seep in there even though he was not a true Viking. Yeah. And I don't know. When it finally came out that he was basically just from Wales and he's trying to save his country homeland and he's just doing this to go. He started like going through life at this point. He didn't, he couldn't find the hero that everyone was talking about. I forgot what was that historical It's literally hero. King Arthur. King Arthur. Is that Ar- Ar- Artorius? Artorius. Or Artorios. I'm not sure. I know. That's King Arthur, right? Yeah. That was the, okay. that's like the, it's the old like Britannian, uh, whatever language they spoke. It's that's how you say kind of like, that's the translation to Arthur. It's just in modern day English, Arthur is the only, it sounds better, I guess. I don't know. Truly, he wanted to save his kingdom, but really the reason why he was a mercenary doing this is because he kind of lost his way. He got in so much conflict and all that stuff, and he just saw the way they lived was the way he lived until the moment finally happened where Canute kind of got the, like, a little bit of the strength to become no, he, an actual he, fucking well, let's prince. Let's just say it, dude. Canute went from, yes, I'll have your daughter home by 10 to, I'm going to fuck your daughter and your wife tonight you're gonna watch get in the closet get in the closet daddy canute you want to tape yourself up or i'm gonna do it so like he became one of my favorite characters once he made that switch and it, i loved it too because it wasn't Went from just... zero to karama real fucking quick. and it didn't feel wrong it didn't feel it felt sudden it was but quick. not wrong i will admit the one thing i was at he like i think he's like he goes through his he's running away he's going through his yep. like breakdown and then all of a sudden he's walking through the snow back like, and he, he either has his helmet on or not, walking to, like, Ascalad and all that stuff. And just like, all right, now, everybody drop your swords. I'm the king yeah. now. I was kind of like, whoa, you got some balls on you to just all of a sudden do that. But then that's what made Ascalad and even Thorkill yeah. be like, you know what? You're the one I've been wanting to follow right here. He just, he had the, uh, what, charisma that every leader is supposed to have finally. Yeah, and he didn't go... I just love the the turn in his personality because the of, speech I, too. As someone who doesn't do well in in confrontational situations, yes, like you, early, like Canute, imagine you had to like flip the switch like that. I know? don't think I could. I feel I see. I would have gone in and I would have started screaming bloody murder and being angry and this that. Canute, after having this breaking of his mind, comes back and isn't angry. He's not violent. Nope. He's calm. He's speaking evenly. He's collected and he's saying what he needs to say. And that's why he commanded the attention. He was speaking firm, but calmly, dude. And if you just go screaming like, yo, put your fucking sword down. Oh my God, I'm gonna- I'm, I'm the so... leader now, No, but if you go, yeah. put your swords down and now. Like that, that just resonates more. Yeah. Especially after somebody who was just like a straight up bitch two minutes ago. Straight up bitch. And it, it I liked watching his like- Canute's little mind progression because he was like so if there is no love in this world what the hell's the point and the priest is like I don't know whatever death I guess fuck it gotta figure it out yeah so Canute decides like all right I have two choices here I can either live with the hand that the universe has dealt me or I can freaking change it man by taking the power that I've been bestowed by my last name and doing something different with it and I love the scene I think it's a few episodes later but when he says, I hope I change the world and I can go up to heaven. And God's like, come on in, Canute. And he's like, nah, fam, guess what? Earth, the the human realm is now officially better than heaven. We no longer need your trials and tribulations. And that's a thing, like, I'm sorry if I offend anybody. I don't hate on religion, but not anymore. I've definitely had my times. But Grown up a little. 
I've definitely grown up, but something I've always disliked about organized religions is the fact it, that, like, the God is always testing you and, like, putting you through these, like I said, trials and tribulations and seeing well, it's if you can... Well, it's just a test, yeah. And I'm sitting here like, bitch, my life is hard enough. I don't need, I don't need you to test me, leave me alone type things. And I loved hearing Canute say that, like, instead of just being mad about it, he's taking, trying to take the actions to change, literally change Earth to heaven. Yeah. I like that, man. Like, there's now, just I like that too. something about um, it. I also am someone that's like a little more logical where you can't. I see what you want. It's kind of like the Liu Bei of the Han Dynasty. Sure. going to restore everything and but, everyone's going to be, I know it's probably never going to happen, but at least that's better than most yeah, leaders. Yeah, but to have those know? grandiose goals. That's a like, good that's goal. The, that's the leader I want to follow. Yeah. I don't want to follow the guy who's like, look, shit's probably not going to change, but we'll do our best. I want to follow the guy who's telling me like, we're going to create heaven on earth. Yeah. Especially if I'm back in like Vikings times and all I've known is, is pouring my shit bucket out my window. And there's so many like wars just nonstop. Yeah. Death it's like all the time. Hell yeah, dude. We're, I, yeah. I've heard the Garden of Eden was pretty cool. But Vikings also were known for like just not thinking of warfare. Truth. So this is a different mindset. Truth. And you find out his father, who's King Swain. Yeah. Who's a fucking ugly motherfucker. He is an ugly bastard. He hates Prince Canute. Oh, yeah. And he secretly wants him killed. Sounds about right. Sounds so, about right. If there's one thing I know about Game of Thrones stories is everybody wants everybody else A lot of betrayal in this shit. Oh, yeah. If you don't believe in what they believe, you're probably not going to take the, you know, the, the throne when they die. Probably give it to their other heir or someone else. Or they're going to kill you. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's how it is. But... Askeladd, Thorkill, and all that joins. Of course, since Askeladd joins, Thorfinn just goes wherever Askeladd is. Uh, so that's that's what happens. But um, what I wanted to get to is we're getting to the end of this thing, right? Yeah. Basically, because Canute is called to go see the king. Um, and basically, there was this thing where I think it was a plot um, by the king, but also there was a plot on Canute's side. I don't know if you caught that. It was both plots, technically. They both came up with this plot. Are you talking about the assassination attempt? Yes. That was all Askeladd. That was 100% Askeladd. I just watched it. They made it seem like it was something that the king did. But Askeladd set up the, the, the slave woman in front, hired the guy to shoot her, all for the optics, all to make it sound. And then he had his men start spreading small rumors. So with okay. all that combined. I thought that was with Canute too. Canute was there. I thought he, he helped formulate the plan as well. He might have, because yeah, because they were all debating that. But whole you plot. were saying it was you were saying it was part of the king's plan. They no, made I meant the king's plan was he was going to try to kill Canute at some point, yes. but not here. Like it, it, they, it definitely felt like if the king got a chance to kill his son, because he it, right immediately because if you before, remember when they go into the um, the throne room, which was a badass. They had they had like moment. crossbows, like yep. they were ready at one moment. Whenever the king, like whatever Canute decided between their their um back and forth yeah the, the king was going to decide then and there if he was going to kill him or not yeah because he gave him the option exactly go to exile or he didn't tell him so I that's think, what i meant by that here. kind of plot but yes you, you're right about Askeladd and um fucking Can but i thought canute was involved he in might that. have been but i know Askeladd was the mastermind oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. Askeladd is just because the guy who time. shot the crossbow bolt i'm pretty sure you saw him dealing with Askeladd in an earlier episode yeah at one point or another just as like a quick business dealing or something like that yeah so yeah, and then even mentions it after he's like, "This is going to provide the perfect optics for people to get against the king, because if people think the king wants to murder his own son, that's just that ain't good. No, not that's good not what all. people want. And out like of their you king. said, this whole time, Ascot is thinking, "I'm going to make it so that Wales will not be 
involved. They yeah. will not be attacked because you find out he actually holds some very high merit in Wales that people remember him. Well, he's they, there's a point where they have to cross through their territory, yes. and he had to you know talk with them and all that because they're on they're on edge. They're like you know we're going to defend our territory, but he also knows if the Vikings attack, the whole land would be devastated. Can I just say something real quick, comedy wise? Oh um, boy. Obviously, uh, Connor from Trash Taste is from Wales. Yeah. So I've definitely been like having little flashes of my mind of like the Welsh army standing ready for battle and just like Connor sitting there with a spear and like some Hitalia cosplay <laughs> or something. Just, you... They're like, so we're going to do this, huh, boys? Well, this <laughs> doesn't look good now, does it? <laughs> this is a bit much of a minimate. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I can't say enough about Askeladd, man. That it's boy, funny, man. too, because we've gotten this far in the episode. We barely touched on Thorfinn. Not to say that Thorfinn's bad, well, but Thorfinn was of, not nearly my favorite character. Well, he was there for thing, a reason. There's a lot of characters I like over Thorfinn, yet I know this story will be about Thorfinn. We know that by the end of the season because this was the prologue. This, and I can say this roughly, was mostly about Askeladd and yep. about Canute. I mean, Thorfinn was there. He was there. He was the, the driving let, force let, of why you were watching all this. Without Most Thorfinn. What, Thorfinn. Thorfinn was to get you at the start of the whole revenge fantasy. In the middle is more of like him going through the motions of trying to beat Askeladd in the middle of the wars that are going on. But they want you to get comfortable with him and Askeladd having a relationship. Exactly. So he's always there. But mostly when the things are going on in the big wide world, Thorfinn's not involved in the conversation. Yes. He's just there following Askeladd during the whole plan. And that's one of the reasons I drew these Game of Thrones parallels. And yes. even, even talking to some people in Discord last night, they were saying that it it even, I don't know if it gets more Game of Thronesy, but it continues this, all right, we're going to follow this guy for an episode yeah. and we're going to see what this, this guy's doing. This next arc, or what I'm hearing for season two, is amazing. And Thorfinn, it's going to start off right with Thorfinn after the the coming events that just happened Hell yeah. some years later and i'm excited so because thorfinn was definitely the sasuke edge boy oh yeah but i liked him so much more um just through the emotional standpoint that i went through with him and seeing how much he was committed to his task i like people that commit to their goals and never sway from them set your goals if that completely. means killing someone you fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I will touch on Thorfinn a little bit because in the middle of this whole thing going on in the throne with King Swain, isn't he like captured? He was in a he was in a jail, got broken out by Leif Erikson, and Leif Erikson like, very, I'm going to take you end. home. At the very, very end. And there yes. was a chance Thorfinn was actually going to give up his, his whole mission and he was going to go home. And then I forgot why he just decided, fuck that. But out of nowhere, he left again and he's like, I'm going to go kill Askeladd. I don't remember exactly why. He was on a have... boat because Lee Vernon said, I'm going to come back. We're going to load up and we're, we're going to be out of here yeah. because he, he finally wanted it, it had been years, 11 years or something like that. Lee Erickson's looking a little older. He's been trying so long to find Thorfinn. See, to me, it so. definitely struck me as it, it hit home that Askeladd has fulfilled my fatherly role yes. for me. Cause when he ran to Askeladd, he didn't seem angry. Like he had every time the before. The moment. It was it was very like but when he just left the boat in the beginning he wasn't oh, like yeah. oh fuck I got to kill this guy he was almost running to someone he cared about at least that's what his expression seemed it's it's weird yes this is the father son role where you think oh he's totally not even but thinking about the Thorfinn, revenge factor he just cares about but him, Thorfinn's right? so fucked up in his head that he's he's con connected the want and need to kill Askeladd 
to Askeladd's fatherly duties that he's provided to him, and they are one and the same. It's it's like Assassination Classroom, where we love you, Koro Sensei, but we're also like we have to every, kill you. Everything you're teaching us is every time we have a nice wholesome moment at the end, it's just getting us closer to us murdering our teacher, our father figure, and it's it's weird fucking dynamic. Dude. It is weird, but it's interesting. It's super interesting. So before we get into the final scene, I want to talk. One thing that Thorfinn did allow for this anime to have is some bad ass one-on-one fights yes the like, duels the duels man like i don't even especially care especially historical twice that's one of the biggest reasons why i want like a historical samurai anime because they did that shit Yasuke. all the time that's why i like the duels and that that was the action parts were yes. great that's what i want like one-on-one know? fights man like we're tournament boys we're shown in tournament boys one-on-one fights are what we live for Either even Yu Yu Hakusho watching Chu and Yusuke knife edge deathmatch just, just brawl punch each other back without moving their this feet. This is all going to end for 50 years. And, and I'm it's like, great. yes, this is one of my favorite fights ever, dude. Yeah. It's great. I love one on one battles. And because of Viking culture and Thorfinn either wanting to kill Askeladd or doing whatever Askeladd. Or Askeladd's, killing someone that's in the way of Askeladd. Or doing what Askeladd said yep. because he's going to be promised to duel with Askeladd. <laughs> it all it's, goes back to Askeladd. It's crazy, man. But like. The um the so I think my favorites were the Thorfinn uh, Thorkel fights because it's a giant yep. dude it's it's literally giant wrestler versus tiny jujitsu and he just guy. runs around it's crazy but yep. then if Thorfinn just even I mean Thorkel hit him like once and launches him up in a tree yeah and if he didn't I thought what he, I forgot what he did but he did something to where he broke his fall a lot better than it would have been to where like Thorfinn would have been. Like probably down. I think out. he hit him towards the trees, and because if you hit branches with trees, it yeah. sucks. But it's better than going yeah, and all he the went way straight. down the branches. But if, if he, but he did it so that when he got hit, he would have gotten a lesser fall. And I think Thorfinn's like, oh, that was really well done. The whole time you think about it, if Thorfinn doesn't get mad, he's actually really, really bright for his age. Oh yeah. But he lets the anger, the take anger over. of Askeladd, get in his way, and that the, the their last duel, Askeladd puts his sword down oh, and, and just straight, beats the shit out of him. Dirty boxing, fucking backyard brawl style, dude, just beats the fuck out of him and is talking shit the entire time, like making fun of his dad. Yeah, and, and you need just... to calm down. You're nothing like your dad. Your dad knew what a true warrior was, and look at you. You're blinded by rage. I know exactly. You look at my throat, and you're coming for my throat. There's no question about it. So easy. I don't. I'm. I'm a fifty old guy with a staph infection in my leg <laughs> who just killed his best friend he literally, and you yeah, still he, can't he, do shit to me yeah yeah he fought you know bjorn that which, bjorn that bjorn, bjorn scene was, was, that, it was i was actually i actually got a little teary-eyed because it, it just the their friendship that i think even though Askeladd hated all the vikings he liked bjorn yeah so. yeah and if one thing about viking culture that they had right is look man as a consenting adult, if you're on your way out, you should be able to look at your best friend and say, have a sword fight with me. And, and this is him. how I want to go. <laughs> I want to kill him. But yeah, like, dude, he also got cut because a Thorkill like injured him and yep. something like that. So he had the infection. That, that, he fought yeah. Bjorn. He's 50 years old. I love he that scene where he his... stabs Bjorn and immediately he's like, oh no, sorry, I missed a vital spot. I'll kill you right quick. He want, Yeah, because he it, didn't want him to suffer. But it was genuine concern. It's like, it again, Vinland Saga has this thing where it's, it adds two things that shouldn't go together. It's like adding salt and sugar, and it makes the most amazing taste you've yeah, ever he, had. He hates Vikings, but yeah, he was generally upset that he fucked up it's stabbing like, I, I stabbed you and tried to kill you, but oh no, I didn't give you a painless death, and the look on Askeladd's face was really like, I'm so sorry. He still I, got something in it's there. It's like you know, clipping your dog's toenails and getting a little too close. You're like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm sorry. so sorry. Let please. me Let me fix that real quick. Except you just killed your best friend. Yeah. When he says, like, oh, I wanted to be your friend, Askeladd, and Askeladd looks at Bjorn and he's like, 
I could have, you know, you could have been my friend. Essentially saying, if I would have let you, you would have been a but great he never, friend to me. He couldn't let any of no, the Vikings. No, no, he didn't though. do any of that. That was a great moment. But one, before we get off of the duels, my favorite scene in any of the duels was when Askeladd, I was Thorfinn and, um, and Thorkill's second duel in the snow. And Askeladd's like, I remember watching him go down once. I've seen Thorkill hit the ground. And we're all thinking like, all right, oh, yeah. buddy. When he helps out how, how does this happen? He tells Thorfinn what to do. It turns out Thorkill has a glass chin. Dude. All you got to get him is right in the chin. So if anybody listens every week, y'all know I've been getting into competitive mixed martial arts recently. Um, and that's a thing. Like there are some dudes, uh, sorry to name drop here, but it's a guy named Alistar Overeen. He is the scariest motherfucker you've ever seen. Jacked. 16 sets of abs my guy 16 he can knock anybody out with one punch but the thing is if you get a clean shot on his chin he's done he's going down it doesn't matter there have been plenty of guys who have just gotten one pop one quick jab on the chin and he goes down and that's the same thing with thorkel man like he i watched this man in the first episode cut through four dudes in a mast and then one uppercut puts him out down and out chief. out out until Thorfinn decides, no, 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 I need to get that eyeball out of your head. Excuse me. Dude, that fucked me up, man. I was like, you won the fight. He has an eye patch the rest of the time, and Thorkill's okay with it. You won the fight, dog. You won the fight. Why are you gouging his eye out? Thorfinn's fucking mad, dude. And then Thorkill's mad that they stopped him. I'm like, <laughs> my guy. He's he didn't he, I don't remember if he killed uh, one of his men or just beat the fuck out of him. Um, I think he killed him. I think he's... St- yeah, he, because... Thorkill they, is no joke, man. No, he takes he's, fighting he so He rides the line seriously. of insanity, but, you know... But I laughed so hard, man. Like, my my partner's barely watching with me, and I literally said audibly, I'm like, ah, he's got a glass chin. (laughs) And the big man goes down. Dude, it was the coolest thing. It's like, man. And now I have to wonder, like, is Thorkill ever going to be the same again? You get knocked out once in a fight. He's going to protect his chin. Yeah, yeah, you get knocked out once in a fight, and ever since, you know? Yeah. It was just cool, man. I thought it was a very, very realistic, neat way. I wonder if there's some legend behind that to, like, the historical Thorkill. Because all these guys are based off of the Vinland yeah, saga. Not... I say loosely because it, it's a lot better Definitely than, like, loosely. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's... Um, like, it I wonder the... if that was part of the Vinland saga's book when they were talking about Thorkill. It's like, yeah, he's the most amazing warrior you've ever seen. But he has a weakness. Yeah, just don't pop him in the chin. See, it's... Oh, man. Just in the middle of a battle, he just ducks down, knocks it off of some dude's helmet by accident, and he's done. He's out. <laughs> Where's Thorkill? <laughs> but that, man, I had to talk about that. No problem, man. Funniest uh, I'm glad you liked all these things. I-, I enjoyed the duels, too, especially since Thorfinn is the head of all of them. Mm-hmm. You only see Thor's and Askeladd at the beginning, and that's basically it for duels except for Thorfinn. And something so. about watching little guy with a knife take on giant and Dude, I love the two fellows. knives. I'm sorry. Watching a guy be like a rogue-type person and fucking running Naruto style, Naruto. it's fucking awesome. You see, y'all make fun of Naruto run, but when he pulls out the kunai, yeah, you, oh no. You better be running. <laughs> but uh, so this, these final scenes, right? Do you want to talk about those Yeah, now? Let's, let's talk about because this and is- And then I want to hear your way of the warrior. You one know? of the very, very- I don't want to say best, but one of the Did better. Did you expect this ending one to go the, the way? Be- Not exactly, but okay. I expected. I Okay, so we. Because we obvi- thought Thorfinn, it was going to happen. So Askeladd ob- Thorfinn yeah. is going to end. See, we're obviously getting into spoilers, so I'm just going to say it. I did have the distinct feeling that Thorfinn was not going to get the chance to kill Askeladd. Yes. Because I, I, I did too, but I did not think it was going to go the way no. that this did. No, 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 no. I don't think anybody did. Nope. This was very, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but this was very. Oh, you don't want to spoil it? No, I'm not going to spoil the anime that I'm going to reference. Oh, okay. This was very end of Code Geass-esque. Okay. It was like, oh man, 
nobody saw this coming there's some crazy shit happening and it's like oh when you think about it it makes sense but before it you were like no way no no fucking way so yeah dude um yeah like your reactions and everything to what happened because this is this is your adventure so it was it was interesting i i didn't think so what what happened was Askeladd got put into a corner by the king said you yeah he's like he he said we're going to invade wales and he gave him an option essentially whispered it to him so nobody else could hear you can save canute or you can save wales because he knew what was going on he knew about the schemes he knew you know he served canute and it was uh, the one good thing that floki did was notice Askeladd's face when he mentioned the invasion on wales yep a fucking pale white floki was like we got him I don't even think they did. Askeladd, he even said, never miscalculated once. Uh And this time he's sitting at the table going through everything in his head. He's like, I made a mistake. Yep. Because right before that, he's going, you're falling right into my trap. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I don't even think the king intended for the invasion of Wales to fuck with Askeladd. No. He just did it. He was like, oh, you don't want to submit to me? Fine. We'll waste a bunch of resources to come kill you all. Don't bother me none. And then Askeladd was like, shit. I didn't see this coming. So anyway, it turns out Askeladd decides in the last moment, he goes, all right, if I, you say I can only save one, bet, motherfucker. Bet. I made option C. Dude, he pulls out his sword, starts going off about how he's the last descendant of Artorius, King Arthur, um, that he is the true king. He calls it Britannia. He said, you don't even call it England. Yeah. Calls it Britannia. He says, you know, I am the king, whatever. People start... He, he cuts the king's head off, dude. It's fucking like he yeah, just he right? pulls a sword out, puts it towards the king. After all his men are like, "Don't do that." He's like, "Well, I'll stab him if you stab me." They're like, "If you stab him, we'll stab you." And it kind of goes pretty much ba- go into this knowing this is the, there's only one way out now. I thought I wasn't sure. I was like, "Man, are they gonna like? Is Askeladd gonna like take a thousand men and go to like Wales? And are they gonna?" No, defend this isn't there? how it is. This ain't Dynasty Warriors. No, dog. This is this is the last stand, dog. There's a lot of last stands in this first season. Askeladd's Kills the king. One swipe cuts his head off, which I... And I fucking loved it. If there's one thing that's not realistic about Vinland Saga, it's how easy people are cut in half. If there's one thing I love about Vinland Saga, it's how easy people are cut in half. <laughs> it's amazing. But damn, dude. So you see Askeladd cuts the king's head off. You see yep. the slow motion of the king's head flying off. Everyone's then, in shock. And then Askeladd proceeds to kill... 30 dudes. He's acting mad, saying, ha-ha, this is all going according to plan, acting blah, blah, mad blah. Was this, you know, uh, and then, uh, he just so, did it last minute coming up with this plan. Somebody says, like, yo, you just killed the king. And Askeladd goes, what do you mean? I'm right here. I'm happy and healthy, baby. Uh, it's like, oh, damn. Okay. And he, I think he even gave Canute, like, the look. Like, he looks yeah. him in the eye. It's basically like I could say Avengers, where Doctor Strange gives him the, the thing to kinda. say, the one and only chance. Kind of, yeah. He gives Canute... Like kind of because they didn't plan this part. Canute no. was like shocked because he's this like, "This was a last this, minute thing. This isn't supposed to go to court because they were plotting together." Just goes to show how amazing Askeladd's battle mind is. How how exactly amazing he is. Fifty years, man. That's yeah, a long dude, time as a Viking. Just social war situations, man. He knew exactly what to do. Though yeah. turned out he had to sacrifice something for it. He knew the only way to get out of this immediately. So also to show Canute now he doesn't look like he killed his father. But he needs to look strong and that he needs to support his father, even though he didn't. Yep. What does he do? He's, he has to kill Askeladd. Yeah, because uh, uh, what? Thorkill looks at him and says, look, man, I don't got a dog in this fight. You have but, to do it. But a master should put down his own dog. He told him to go all old yeller on him. And that's what no Thorkill for once was like sane and like, you need to do this. That's why amateur philosopher, man. <laughs> and I, I think after after that duel with Thorfinn, 
Yes, the he, second one, yeah. He calmed he he had to start thinking about shit a little bit differently there. Well, he, he lost some fingers and an eye. He lost know? some fingers, he lost an eye, and his duel was interrupted. Yes. Which he was pissed about. And I think that kind of made him start questioning the whole Viking culture thing. Maybe not to a complete extent, like it's wrong, but like it made him think about it. He is thinking. He's not sure what he's thinking about, but he's always thinking. Big brute, he's got a brain on him though. But yeah, he told Canute, like, you know, Canute essentially went up to Askeladd and he said, no, no, Paul, it's my dog. I'll take him out back. And he gives him a stab and Askeladd says, and you don't know if he was being sarcastic, but he's like, that was a good, good stab. Yeah. And because you think I thought at first it doesn't look like it it's doesn't look a, like a great stab, but at the same time you got to remember like the human heart's probably no more than two inches within the chest. Yeah, doesn't need to be a huge stab to if you get the right point. Yeah. Um. So I thought Askeladd was gonna be like, I when he grabbed the sword, I thought he was gonna pull it in further, and I'm like, man, but no, he just pulls it out, starts to die slowly, all that stuff. And this is when Thorfinn shows up because, like I said, he was on a boat, he was thinking of Askeladd, and he sees. Askeladd going down. Yeah, he pushes through the crowd. He wonders what the hell is going on. he's losing his mind, and you think he's going to have the father-son like, no, I can't lose you. But Which, instead, he's like, why the fuck are you dying? But that's kind of what I was getting at by the lines got crossed here. They did, but you could see where what should have came out of his mouth, if you're thinking that kind of line, is that he should be more emotional about, I didn't want to lose you. But it's more of like, I was supposed to be the one that killed you. Yeah, but that's... Why are you just going to go and die? But that's how Thorfinn... Yeah. If you want to, I mean, you want to break down what love is, we're getting drunk priest here. <laughs> yeah. That's how Thorfinn loved Askeladd. Yeah. As fucked up as it is. He discriminated he, to Askeladd. But there was know? that beauty, there was that thing in him that like, that whether it was nice or good for Thorfinn, that was his reason for living, for Christ's yeah. sake, to kill he, Askeladd. You just lost, it's like devoting your entire life to your child almost and watching your child get murdered. Granted, you were planning on killing your kid. I want to but put still. this out there that Leif Erikson, when he said, we're going to go home to your, your your mother and all that stuff, he said, I don't even care about that. Mm -hmm. This is what I mean. Like you said, he literally has given up all that life now and doesn't even think of it. No. Because all he thought about was Askeladd. Literally, all he thought about, but having Askeladd essentially raise him, it, it fucked him up. He wasn't, because you notice when he's holding Askeladd, if it was just I about... teared up in that moment. I'm not I'm not oh, gonna yeah. lie to you. But earlier in the series when people threaten As Askeladd's oh, yeah. life, he got violent against the other person. Oh yeah. He didn't do that this time. He was like screaming, I'm gonna he was kill sad. you. Yeah. He, yeah, was he was angry, sad. but that anger was coming from a pure sadness. He held Askeladd. Askeladd told him, like, do the final blow, kid. You He's like, I'm gonna give you the chance. Do it now before I die. Yeah, if you want to be the one who kills me, I'm holding on for dear life, dude. You gotta do but it. But then like, Askeladd finally was like, you know. He told exactly how Thor said, live a life, be a true warrior like your father. Yeah. Don't don't go down this path. He tried to give him his word of wisdom. He's like, you know, he's like, I know we don't really like each other or, you know, can't be seen as like close, but he kind of gave him his last words of wisdom before he died. Truth. Um, I don't know. It's just Askeladd is one of those characters that never truly, he's like a Hasoka, never really gave up his motives and morals. Everything was to follow his plan. Yep. But in the end, he was unselfish enough to put his life on the line to save his country. True. That that's more balls than most people would do. Yeah, Askeladd and to know what you're giving up. He right wasn't there. an absolutely evil person. He was just a person. He's a lot more likable than a lot of these characters I've seen in my lifetime. I mean, on one anime of my so far. We brought him up earlier. One of my favorite characters in all of anime, Kiritsugu. Yeah. I don't consider Kiritsugu inherently evil. 
But I do think what yeah. Kiritsugu did was probably more evil than fucking shit that Askeladd did. At least oh, some yeah. of the things. I mean, making the man sign the contract and then having somebody else shoot him. Him and his that's girl. Some <laughs> shitty stuff, man. Like that's some that's some backdoor dealing. But Askeladd dealing. also was letting his people rape and pillage villages. He didn't stop any no. of the horrible things from happening. He the became freaking, a Viking. To, the, the scene where know. Askeladd's like, "Hi, we're gonna take all your food," and then, um, seeing as you don't have any food. We're just going to kill you to put you out of your misery. It's like, oh, hold on a minute wait, there, buddy. Yeah, that, you're going to die slowly or just die now? And he's like, you think, wait, is this right? Is oh, this... it's like um, the Did... uh, the memes of Bob Ross, but he's painting like a picture of hell. And he's like, we're going to put a nice little fire demon right here. It'll be our little secret. <laughs> it's very little... similar to that, dude. Yeah, that, like... that's what I mean. So Askeladd is like, it's hard. It's like, you don't want to say, yeah, it's one of my favorite characters, but it's because of He's Everything. interesting. He's the most interesting man I could I could find for a while in anime. There's a lot Fuck of interesting. Yeah. If but you... He made me think the most I had in a while for sure. A sh not a shonen, but a seinen where I thought it was a revenge fantasy, and that's yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, I'm growing through this whole show. Canute going through the fucking shit. Ragnar. I didn't get the priest love as hard as you did, but I did get understand it. Seeing Thorkill kind of get a little bit of a mentality. Yep. All of this, I'm like. Man, I'm starting to understand this shit a little bit more as I go along with them. Dude, right? And it's when like, an anime does that, that's a good thing. It's amazing. Yes. As far as I'm that's what that's one of my favorite. I, much like Thorkill, consider myself an amateur philosopher. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm not like don't have a PhD or anything, but I also like to sit and think like, what is the essence of love? What is the what is happiness at its truest form? Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Does sadness breed happiness? All that like I believe that. It, it yeah, it, it it truly does. I mean, you can you have to have something to compare the the happiness to, or else it's yeah. just numb all the time. But yeah, it's I love thinking that. And when an anime piece of media in general, but I personally I think anime does it best. Maybe that's just because I'm a full blown weeb. But stuff like Vinland Saga, like Fate Zero, like Berserk, R.I.P. the the legend. Um, yeah, what the Berserk manga I should say. Like, those things are making you think about what we consider right and wrong, what we consider good and bad, and realizing that it is just a billion different shades of gray. Mm -hmm. There is no inherently right or wrong. Guts, in one person's eyes, is the most evil person. Thorfinn, Askeladd, in some people's eyes, is a murderous, animalistic at, killer. At some point, Thorfinn is becoming just as bad when he's uh, letting these villages get attacked. He might be worse because... Still he, working for Asgard because he wanted his goal of dueling Asgard when he took murder. out that village where the old lady protected him. Yeah, what? Okay, And then what? in the end, what happened? Their whole village gets yeah. raided and he he said run away, but he didn't... He helped them attack that village. And you have to sit back and think yeah. about like... What the hell was I just trying to say? I had something cool I was thinking You were about. thinking... Okay, yeah, no. Th this, this, is what, this is what it was. Now, what makes a person more evil or more good, if you will, their actions or their ideals? So you yeah. could probably say Askeladd took more evil actions, correct? But his ideals were better. But his ideals were better. Making Thorfinn, it the true protagonist of this fucking prologue. <laughs> Thorfinn, fucking boom! Drop the mic, we're uh, out. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong, dude. <laughs> I, I if you want to I, I like looking at protagonists sometimes as like people who drove the story and he, and he did, did but without yeah. being without following Thorfinn you probably yeah. didn't give too much they needed shit. each other you needed Thorfinn there in the beginning to make you give a shit about Askeladd and yeah. not think like you just killed Thors I hate you <laughs> you needed Thorfinn there to give you some yeah. sort of connection but you like, needed to start with Thors so you could get a connection with Thors too to feel what Thorfinn felt there's a lot of 
there's a lot of conflicting feelings and war unfortunate unfortunate as war is war is hell and as unfortunate as it is it opens the door for thoughts like this somebody is happy and fun loving as thorkill also murders people in the daily is he a good guy is he a bad guy what and then you just these are things that you never find an answer to and i love those things um vinland saga is sick dude I'm, I'm i'm excited to see what your rating is going to be anyway but now when we end this before and all because you know thorfinn loses um Asgard, he dies and whatnot and he he loses his fucking mind yeah and he goes after canute because now canute is now the next person he can blame for taking out the person that he wanted to take out for that's taking out his father. That's pretty much it. But af- that's after he held Askeladd and was like, yeah. essentially, if it was any other guy, he would have been like, I don't want you to die. But <laughs> this guy is, I don't want you to die, not by my stabby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, we have to duel. I can't duel you because you're dying. That's and, something also this, that I want to bring that, up real quick. The is kid he, doesn't know how to, He. this is all he's known. He's literally not been taught anything. He's yeah. been known warfare now. What do you do when the one goal in your life has been taken away from you? Something also, we don't have to spend too much time on it, but I thought it was interesting how Thorfinn demanded to kill Askeladd in a duel. Yes. And Askeladd killed his version of Askeladd, his father figure who he fucking hated. He killed him in his sleep. And it shows like the difference in the and mindset there. Remember, Thorfinn there. couldn't do it when he actually could have no. killed Askeladd asleep. He was awake and he was waiting for Thorfinn to do it. Yeah. Thorfinn didn't do it. But that was when Thorfinn was a wee wee boy. But you remember how he brought that up? He's like, "If you wanted to kill me, you should have just killed me while That's, I slept last night." There was that piece of Thor's left behind in Thorfinn that because he didn't understand. But that's the difference between them both. And he didn't understand what Thor's meant when he said, "Be a true warrior." Yeah. Thorfinn still, in his mind, believed it was a Viking code thing. Yep. Rather I'm than whatever Thor's was trying to get across. So now, what do you think the true warrior is, in your opinion? Personally, I and I I cite other sources along with this, but the something I've always and I was taught this in high school. I believe it was high school, but I've always noticed this too. The person who is going to fight harder is the person defending something they care about. That's basically kind of how to war. The invading because... army is always at a mild disadvantage in that respect. And if the numbers are even, the invading army is at a disadvantage because the defenders are defending their home. The invaders are going to take something that's not theirs that they just want. The people defending care about the land, the people, everything about that. They're going to fight 10 times harder. That's why a big reason why Rome fell, along with lead in the pipes, oh, yeah. is they decided with lead in the pipes, yeah. why would we have a royal Roman army when we can just hire a bunch of mercenaries who aren't from here and only do it for the coin? And just like nobody's going to fight as hard for coin as they are for their family, for their homeland. And I think that's what Thor's was trying to get across, is essentially do not fight to conquer, do not fight to defeat, fight to defend and you notice the only times thor's fought when he was he had to he when he had to and it wasn't for his own sake it's kind of like the shaolin monks kind of where they They finally had to take up arms against you know the invading people of their temples yeah but they didn't go out attacking no they They wanted to defend their temples what was precious to them and they were some of the most badass warriors in history and thor's was going to do it while not killing anyone even defending his stuff because he showed up but he didn't even kill Askeladd's men so he was still defending what was his, but he didn't kill them. And that's that's the thing is he did he only did what he absolutely needed to. Granted, it's a lot easier when you're Thor's and the most powerful man in also, the world. Also, my idea of a true warrior is, in a way, it's not really warrior code because it's more about life. It's like 
live a true life where you're being productive in your life instead of doing something for someone else's benefit. So Thor saw through this war and all that shit, I'm going to have a family. You know, I have a family. I have a wife. I'm going to be with my kids. We're actually getting a home. I'm going to take care of the village. The, the village is growing. Everything was productive. Everything was getting better. I don't know if that's it, but he just saw the true warrior code is, yeah, if I got to protect it, I will. But also I'm going to actually live a life. It I has think, to do with life in general. Well, being more I think productive. it has, it all has to do with itself and it all kind of ties in is he saw that there was more to life than being a killer. And he realized that being a, tr and I think that's what he legitimately means by being a true warrior is like, like you said, you have to have things of your, I guess your own that you care about yeah. to, to, to have any sort of life. Um, you said, well, it's like kind of saying, what makes you happy? What's yeah. the true feeling? Everyone's happiness is different. Let's say you built a shed outside out of hand. You sit there and every day you're looking at that yep. shed and you feel productive. You feel like you're the, the best thing on earth, but someone else walks over. That doesn't make them happy. No. It makes you happy. Even I think a true warrior is what makes you happy. But even giving two people, say two people go build the same shed. One guy who likes doing things with yep. his hands is going to love that shed. Yep. Some guy who hates doing physical work is going to fucking hate it. He's yep. going to remember all the shitty times he spent doing that. Remember when we built that shed? I fucking hated yeah, it. Yeah. Well, damn, I love that shed. That was a great time. Let's do it again. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But I think it all ties in together. It, it's finding love and like you said happiness and what completes you and then being a true warrior is having the strength and the power to defend what's that. yours kind when of, you have to like my dad was an old marine guy and he he had his own problems but he was also a good man at heart and one thing he always taught me is the the strong are there to protect the weak don't get strong to be the strongest and just flex on other strong people and definitely don't be strong to beat up weak people to beat up weak things or whatever. Be strong to defend people who cannot defend themselves. I think that we use that in another anime. We quoted Probably. That. Yeah, I, it was recent where we said that, you know, you're strong, so you need to help the weak. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what Thor's was going at, is to be a true warrior. It's not about taking something of someone else's. It's about defending not only what's yours, but defending what needs defending. And it goes to that history thing is the, the person defending something is always stronger than the person attacking something. There's always a mindset there. Unless there's other factors that are strong enough, it's an, if it's an even fight in every other degree, the mindset of defending your homeland, your people, your family, your friends is always going to prevail. And I think that's what he means by a true warrior. And I think that's something that Thorkill will find out at some point. And I think Thor, yeah. Thor Thorfinn... Finn is going to have to do some soul searching. This second season's going to touch on that, I feel like. Um, the last thing before we end this, because I want to—I wrote this down to kind of like signal it because in the middle of this, him trying to attack Canute, uh, Canute spares him, basically. you know, Angrily, too. People are ready to kill him, and he's like, you do not fucking kill that kid. Yeah, he doesn't want him to kill the kid. He kind of understands what's going on. In the midst of all this, Thorfinn kind of goes through the breakdown because he's still not understanding it because he had this one goal— but when he finally realizes that his goal is pretty much over with Askeladd, it's like a symbol. But we remember that Thor's dropped his sword at the fucking beginning of the whole battle when he decided, That's I'm right. no longer going to fight. What did he Thorfinn do? Knife. He drops the dagger that was given to his father the whole time he had that dagger. Because he always said, I want to kill Askeladd with my father's dagger. He it finally didn't... drops it. So I felt like that was the symbol from the beginning to the end. Okay. 
Yep. My goal is over. I, I didn't get to do it. He doesn't get to have the fulfillment, but I think he he's accepted it, even though he's not happy about it. Great. And, you, and that's it. Yeah, great visual storytelling, by the way. I will say, though, I didn't. I wasn't super hyped about the the scenes from the show playing through the reflection of the dagger, but it felt a little that, yeah. campy to me. Yeah. It, I think, personally, it, it from But it like, all went through the dagger. You it know was what fine, I mean? yeah. yeah. It what didn't ruin it for me, but I feel like for a, a darker anime with a some deep themes, I feel like just watching the dagger drop and you having to kind of come up with that yourself instead of it being like, look at all the things that this dagger saw... I think we all could have been like, yeah, we know what the dagger symbolizes. Literally two episodes before that, he was like... Literally, I watched it in three days, so I was like, yeah. Two episodes before, he's like, all I want to do with my life is kill that man with this dagger. That man's dead, don't need this dagger anymore. But you're right, it's a very powerful moment, and I'm excited to see where Thorfinn ends up, because his formative years, we all know how important the years are from, what what was he, like five, four, six, maybe? Let's let's say seven. We'll say eight. He gets to like a like 13, 14 by the end of this. I, I think. thought he or, was even a little bit older than that. No, he was at a little bit. I think he was in the middle teenagers. But even then, he like, wasn't of age. Your like adolescence older. and your early teens are very important years for you figuring for out how to deal. Yeah, yeah, for growth, figuring out how to deal with the world around you. Thorfinn learned how to kill and be angry and how to unfortunately not kill the guy you wanted to. <laughs> it's called di- disappointment. Now he's got a whole he's got a whole new plethora of things to either learn or relearn. This is where I could he will grow on me for a character now because he'll get a chance for me to see his full growth. Yeah. While all I liked him for in this was the shit he went through and the badass fights. Sure. So, and as far as season 2 goes, I, I we're going to bring up Berserk again because not just because of the news, but these are kind of similar in in yeah. feel, you know what I mean? both seinen revenge fantasy styles but if this goes straight berserk second half or berserk post eclipse and goes from historical timepiece to on the way to vingland they find a goddamn cyclops and have to kill it i'd be so down for that i know dog. you want that as long i as just it... want it to stay historically a little more accurate and more realistic true but remember this is coming from a norse epic very similar to like the Odyssey from the Greeks. Yeah, because they got it's, a fine Vinland. Yeah, yeah, like the you know Odysseus might have been a real person who fought in the Trojan War, but did he discover sirens and a cyclops and all these things on his way back to Greece? Probably not. Did it no. make for a way better story? Oh though? yeah, it did. Fuck yeah. So as long as they don't make it too f- campy fantasy and still keep it in the realm of like, hey, it's a cyclops. That thing's gonna rip us in shreds. We can only kill it with swords. Yeah, we can. We have to find a way to to destroy it or some other like sea serpent or whatever. I'd be okay with that as long as it's not oversaturated and it doesn't become Monster Hunter the anime. Hopefully not. Well, we'll see. But let's say, what is your rating? I've now I have rated this my only ten out of ten. I've watched it a while ago. I still haven't dropped it. I don't want to drop it. I don't give a fuck. This is a prologue of a prologue of a prologue, basically. And it was well done, but I understand you'll be different. What do you rate this, and how do you feel? It was an easy nine. Easy, easy nine. nine. I'd, okay. I'd, I'd put it into, like, if I could put five, 9.5. Would easy. it be your top 10 anime? That's a good question. Because you have a lot of top 10s, and that's, I, that's the big one for me that I need to know. That's a good – see, before the last five or six episodes, I was sitting there going – because, you know, you you kind of compare it to other anime. The ending was brilliant. The ending so. was great. And then after, that's how you like it. And especially ending. after talking and hashing some of these ideas out, you yes. realize that these themes were there. They were prevalent, but not overexposed. And yeah, it's, it's also you did have a long break in between. That's what I was worried about was the overall details of from the first part. Truth. You know, Truth. But, yeah. but like after we've talked about everything, like very, very solid. It didn't. 
I'd say that the characters were great, but I didn't fall in, absolutely in love with any of them. Yeah. I loved them. I loved watching them, but there was nobody I could really absolutely connect to. And that's something that I definitely strive for in anime. And but most I, of this world, not many female characters. There's not many interests or a lot of connections with like conversations outside warfare. Sure. So there's not a lot to grow yet. And maybe that will happen along the lines. Sure. Like once so I, I feel watch, like that's the cause of once it. Once we but. watch Thorfinn and Leif Erikson make their travel to Vinland, heard, I mean, it would probably be pretty different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you, you just out of sheer storytelling, out of just sheer sane and action without being just blood for the sake of blood yeah, or for the sake that, yeah. of gore. Everything felt like it was there for a reason. So about halfway through, I was sitting there thinking like, yeah, better than, I think Dr. Stone's better than this. But now I'm sitting there like, all right, maybe not. I, I liked the twist in Dr. Stone, but this was a more solid story from front to back. I think it definitely could find a spot in my top 10. Whenever we, you know, once, once we get the next 50 down and we go back to rehash yeah. our top 25, whenever that might be. I don't know. It'll it's, be in the top. It's going to be competing. It'll be the, yeah. Oh, it'll it'll definitely make a top a top appearance. It'll be competing for a top ten spot for sure. It's it's interesting, man, because like I liked it better than the first season of Attack on Titan. If yeah, we're just comparing no, yeah. season ones, I liked it a fuck ton better than the first season of Attack on Titan. So maybe not right now. Would it break into the top ten with just the first season? But once we get into season two, season three, episode yep. seventy-five, however episode long this ends 75. up going, it's all finished now. So that's, yeah, the manga finally finished. We know so. this can have a proper conclusion. I mean, the the possibilities are endless, dude. If if they do give me that that epic sea monster fight, I want and do it right. <laughs> it's a ten. First episode, it, it's, it's a ten. Automatic ten out of ten, baby. But who knows? I I'm optimistic though. I'm very very optimistic, and everything that I've heard about the manga perfect it's yeah. it's a legend it's one we have of the, mellow for that too it's He's one here. of the top four if you're gonna put yeah. a mount rushmore of manga vinland saga's on there dude yeah like and i'm they're probably use thor's face because even though he was in it and for, i haven't even said it enough that the difference between manga and this that they say gives praise that a reason i felt like the anime came alive is the the music yeah it makes you feel like you're in the viking lands see it's i didn't, really i like it i, I didn't notice it. the music but that's also not a bad thing if a mu if the music can flow perfectly, yeah. well, you know me, I'm all about the sound. So oh yeah, I'm and usually, the, yeah. oftentimes I am too. But I think that's a good thing. Like with My Hero Academia, the soundtrack was good, but I thought it doesn't fit. Yeah, it's not correct. So not if that, I like, didn't dubstep, yeah, if I didn't think anything about the music, that must have mean meant it was damn near perfect and flowed just wonderful didn't stick out yeah yes yes all right well jesus christ we Hell did yeah. it <laughs> we did it we finally got the vinland saga down uh thanks everybody out there for sticking through another close to two hour episode oh this was a long one it's a good thing y'all enjoy us because uh I, I was gonna <laughs> let this one go i was looking at the time we have to be somewhere else as well for yeah another. we got um a special guest spot um but we're up. like fuck it this is vinland saga so <laughs> yes yes uh but damn we hope you all liked it let us know what you thought of vinland saga for real honestly let us know if you didn't like Vinland Saga, because I want to hear from the people. I who... know some people that actually were like bad talking it. I'm I mean, not going to name podcasts, but they were mentioning some like things they didn't like. Sure. And I was immediately like, "I'm going to judge you now." Fair, and because I get it. Everyone has their opinion, but now I do not like that. But if there's things you didn't like, cool. Yeah. But, but if, if you're, you're just like at... shit talking, it's like Jesus. If you say this is a five out of someone 10... said it's too violent, I'm like, what? You well, don't want to just, say it. It's then. just not the anime for yeah, you. Yeah, it's then. not the anime. for It's you. like you watching the most fucking cheesy yeah, romance, romance anime ever. There's too much romance. It's literally. What, why like, are you watching a romance, JD? Well, oh, I don't know. It's literally like fucking you watching a show that's like kissu. 
kiss her. Oh, kiss her. <laughs> no, you're not into that. Why are you watching it? Don't fucking yeah, waste so your time. I'm not going to insult it and say it has too much romance. But like, I do want to hear from the person that's like, two out of ten, garbage anime. <laughs> it's like, though I don't respect your opinion, I'm fucking curious. I need to know dog. why you think this way. Yeah. I'm super curious. So, yeah, get at us with your Vinland Saga takes uh, at any of the socials down below or uh, Discord. Definitely the best way to get immediately in touch with us. Uh, we had the Patreon. We shouted that out earlier, so I won't do that again. Uh, I brought it up earlier, but I was uh, invited onto Talking Anime. Uh, Mitch wasn't able to make it, so me and Sky hung out and talked about Black Clover. That episode is out as of right now. Go check that out. It was a good time. Um, JD, do you got anything else before we head out? Nope. Vinland actually- Saga is a 10 out of 10. I'm glad uh, J- Easy joined the saga. Yeah, it was really good, and uh, I'm glad you guys are all here for it. And the next episode is going to be just as great. Hell yeah. Everybody, <laughs> see you next week. Woo!